Today's episode is brought to you by Maddox's new book, Fuck Whales, Petty Essays from a Brilliant Mind. Order now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or anywhere books are sold. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from bioethics to hipster aesthetics. With over 2.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is the Sergeant of Swag, Mikey Bolts. Hello, Maddox. Audio engineer. And as always, the Maharaja of moderation, Rucka Rucka Ali. That's right. Welcome back to the show. Guys, we've got an exciting debate today. One that uh, I don't think many people have really considered. It's one worth debating, though. It's whether or not you should bring a date to company parties, especially holiday parties, since we have some holidays coming up. But I want to mention later on in the show, we'll be doing a recap of last week's debate. We have some voicemail. We have a fan gift that someone sent in. And we'll have some quick news headlines at the end of the show that Mikey brought in. But first, I want to introduce our guest this week. Please welcome back Dreadmir. Dreadmere, welcome back to the show. Hey, what's up? Back again. Thanks. Yeah, man. So it's been a while. Last time you were on, we debated... Um, oh, worst sex position? Or most overrated sex position? Most That's overrated sex positions. And your position was what? Cowgirl. Cowgirl. Yeah. And, which I think our audience <laughs> did not vote for. Mine was blowjobs and Rucka... Oh, anal. An- <laughs> anal. Yeah, of course, the sick, perverted audience probably voted against me. No, you were. I think you were voted against. And, and it's not a perverted... It's just a thing that people do. Sure. Yeah. I'm not judging. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, it has nothing to do with the debate this week, which is whether or not you should bring a date to holiday parties. Now is your chance to vote on madcastmedia.com. You can vote before listening to the debate. You can vote after as well. But first, let's hear everyone's buzzers. Rucka, let's hear yours. There it is. Dreadmere. And Mikey Bolts. Trigger. And here's mine. If you hear a buzzer from any of these fine gentlemen, that means somebody disagreed with someone else, wants to interject. Rucka Rucka is the Maharaja of moderation. His job is to keep the debate on track. Mm-hmm. But Dreadmere, as our guest this week, I want to give you the first stab at the debate. Should you bring dates to holiday parties? Why or why not? I'm going to say, yeah, fuck it. You should bring your date for sure. Like, oh, you should? Yeah, even if you're together for a couple months, whatever, you just met a couple weeks ago, I think you should bring her or him. Wow. Right out the gates. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer, because I'm going to disagree with that. I think it's a bad idea. Why do you think it's a good idea to bring your dates? I mean, if you're going, if it's a family gathering or something like it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, like you should bring your date because you, it, it, I mean, it's going to mean a lot to them, obviously, but your family's mostly going to be supportive if you have a cool family. Like, even if they're like, oh, she's going to ruin the pictures because she's in it. Like, yeah, from- Maddox, if you have a cool family, it should all go well. <laughs> yeah. And what if you don't, Dreadmere? What if your family sucks? <laughs> yeah. And he's asking for a friend. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. For a friend named me. I what you- <laughs> now I'm really curious like, to hear more about why you disagree. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, so many so many reasons. First of all, we're, are we talking about family parties or company parties or both? I mean, I t- it was you, you were the one who framed the debate. Yeah. I, well, but you started out the gates with family parties, I which mean, are that, a totally different beasts. Yeah. Good point. You said company uh, parties. Company parties. Yeah. Was that, that the debate? Company parties? You know what? We can include family parties as well because uh, it's so holiday parties. Holiday parties. Yeah. All right. Okay, yeah, I mean, I was thinking mostly family, but I guess, yeah, company ones could be, yeah, too. Well, the company is your professional family. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I just thought, I don't see it as something. being as awkward. Like, if you are if you bring a date to your company party and then you guys break up or whatever, are you going to be at the water cooler the next day and your friends are going to be like, oh, what happened to 
Yes, really? That's exactly what's going to happen. You think a company party is more awkward to bring a date to? To me, it's like, who cares? They see you bring some girl, you break up, they never see her again. Right, Your family, no, like, that's personal. No, that's my point. Yeah, oh. sorry. I was. That's what I meant is that, yeah, at a company party, who cares? Right. Your, your work, okay. co-workers aren't going to care if you break up with your whoever you brought. Of course they care. That's where they'll gossip the most. I mean, yeah, your family's going to gossip, but it's all fucking family and they talk about your shit all the time. They know more about you than anyone. Nothing what? you just said made any sense. <laughs> of course it you made sense. You just made it up as you were going, like, word by word. None of that had any semblance of coherence. Why not? Why? You just argued, no, your family doesn't care. It's like, what? Your you're family? No, I'm saying your co-workers would care more about who, who you're dating than your family. I know your family has a vested <laughs> interest in you as a person, but your co-workers are going to fucking gossip like shit. Hey, what happened to that chick you brought to the date? Oh, she was just like some I would chick be more up? likely to bring girls that I don't like to company parties just to show off. That I'm yeah, crushing it. there you go. So even <laughs> if they don't like, they don't like her, they gossip. No, listen. Okay, now, now I need to fucking join in. Okay. All right? All right. With your coworkers, you want to look cool. Right. Do you? Yeah. No, they see, they see you every day. They probably wonder, does he have a life outside of here? Does he not? You bring a date. They're like, oh, this guy dates. You, your family, they know you're a fucking loser regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Rucka, my coworkers don't need to see my date to know I'm killing it. They can just take one look at me and know All I'm right. doing this just is, fine this in This is life. the most ridiculous, arbitrary argument. We just, you keep... M- reinventing the circumstances <laughs> who are these co-workers who is this family you're just making up all these fucking details and changing them to suit your needs the question is holiday parties yes that all family this is not family versus company parties this is just <laughs> holiday parties should you, should you bring a date he says yes Bad idea. you say no. no why not no it makes people pry into your life it gives people a little bit more information about who you are outside of work it's a bad idea good Mike, I want people you, to know who I am you want people to know who <laughs> yeah. you are he's got nothing to hide great it's not about anything to hide it's about giving an air of professionalism what if you're super into just like weirdos right what if the people you date are weirdos uh, you, suddenly you bring your date to the company party and guess what hey everyone I'm making a statement and then they'll, people will never look at you the same uh, here's the thing some of the people you date are short-term, right? Who who here has a crazy ex-girlfriend? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I see everyone's hand going up except for Rucka. Rucka is the crazy I'm ex-girlfriend. I'm not going on record saying anything. <laughs> okay, fine. Look, if you have a crazy ex-girlfriend, especially a temporary one, right? One that's just a short-term girlfriend, you bring her over to your house, she knows where your parents live. That's fucking scary. You got this fucking psycho who's on your case who now knows intimate details about where you grew up your family you've suddenly opened up a whole can of worms dreadmere how can you disagree with that because i think having a crazy girlfriend is not such a bad thing mm. i think when people see it from the outside it's it's yeah dude, it's like dude, this girl's so into this guy yeah like, this guy must be like mm-hmm. dynamite in the sack this guy must have the most charisma like i would have never thought and now everybody thinks you're cool no so. no nobody yeah. thinks they that, don't Dreadmere. think you're cool no it's not that no it's but not that they don't think, think you're cool, you're cool. Maddox, if some girl just <laughs> came knocking cool. on your door right now and was like where's drew i haven't talked to him in five days like what the fuck like where's drew i, I need to talk to him like you would think like damn this guy's like mm-hmm. i'd be like damn this guy cannot detect <laughs> mental instability and <laughs> Men- oh, mental and emotional. Yeah, yeah. Th- See this- a hot chick. Oh, sorry. It's like yeah. you're just gonna say no. I, just- I have, and I do Ugh. all the time, every day. Yeah, every day. <laughs> yeah, there was a. I was at a club one time with the, mm. with this guy who was a male model, and he looked it every time we stepped out of the house. Girls were hitting on him. One of my neighbors invited him over just for casual sex. Like I'd never seen anything like this. It was crazy. So we go to this uh, this club or whatever, and there's like two girls flirting with him. And one of them uh, seemed just like a 
total dipshit. And he was talking to her, and then he was more interested in this other girl. He goes, yo, dude, you take this one home and, you know, have fun and whatever. I'm like, I'm not doing shit because she's a moron. And she has, she was like this big boobed girl and just dumb as bricks, super annoying, had a very high pitched kind of a kind of voice. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it because I know how that story is going to end. It's going to end with her knocking on my door asking for you, Dreadmere. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But you get, you get laid somewhere in the middle of that story. You get yeah, getting laid isn't hard, bro. It's like 2017. How, there's like a fucking 50 apps on everyone's phone that you can use to just dial booty. <laughs> it's that, everywhere. New app it's everywhere. What? So, are, is this a debate over crazy ex stalkers? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Sh- should you take a date? Yes. To a holiday party? Yes. Should you take a date to a holiday party? No, bad idea, especially with family. Especially with family, because then if you're bringing in too many, you know, if you have a train of women or men that you're dating, bringing into the house, what are your parents going to think of you? It's going to, you know what? It's going to invite more phone calls from your mom. They're going to be thinking about you having sex and whether or not you're using protection. That's what parents do. They think about you using protection. Do you want to put that thought into your parents' head? I That thought just came into my head right now for the first time ever, so I don't... Yeah. Because you're not a parent, Dreadmere. Yeah. You'll understand someday. You'll understand. Like Maddox. (laughs) Okay, listen. What is this debate about? Is this about taking a date to a holiday party? Well, I here's here's something I don't understand. Hmm. I wanted to bring a date to a wedding. Multiple weddings. I've wanted to bring dates. Like, just casual girls I was dating. And every single time, I've been told no. I don't see what the big deal is. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Why is that a big deal to bring a date to a, to a wedding? I thought you're supposed you're, to. You're arguing my side? I know, but uh, <laughs> I'll tell you why the, uh, the argument that I heard that they were saying you shouldn't. Okay. And it's because they say, oh, well, it's an intimate affair with friends and family, and you shouldn't. we don't want like weird strangers there. It's just if somebody you've been dating for a long time, then you can bring them to a wedding. Otherwise, it's not... Uh, you know, it's not something fascist argument. You just want to yeah. put all these regulations on people. Maybe you can bring them if this and that. Like, why can't we all just hang out and have fun? Mm. Who cares? She might be crazy. She might be hot. She might be whatever. Like, fuck it, dude. Like, it's it's more it's more fun for me. I think. I I think the reason I I, I take this position is because I felt bad in uh, high school when this girl wanted to come to like my Thanksgiving thing. Yeah. And she was like, she was so excited. I was like, yeah, my family's having Thanksgiving in Fresno. She's like, oh my gosh, I want to go. Like, I want to meet your family and stuff. And then I just. I said no. Mm. And every time I tell people that story, they're always like, yo, what the fuck? And I'm like, like, why didn't you just take her? It's a hell of a story. (laughs) You tell it often? (laughs) Hold on. Just proof of concept right here. If anyone's thinking of pitching this movie uh, to the Weinstein Co. or anything like that, oh, yeah. it's his. It's his idea. They're right? crushing. They're crushing it. Yeah. Lately, the Weinstein Co. The, the Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving dinner party, yeah. Yeah. where he just said no. Um, <laughs> no, it's a it's a bad idea because also if it's somebody that you're just casually dating, Dreadmere, and here's the big problem, right? You don't know them that well. They're, you don't know what they're going to say to your friends and family and coworkers. Mm. Now, what if the somebody you're dating, I dated a girl one time for three months, and it was like near the tail end of the three months where someone drove by, she, she was telling me about a story about how someone drove by one time, cut her off, honked, and, and uh, uh, threw a can out the window. And then she ended the conversation with, yeah, and he was probably Mexican. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Which uh, brings us to the, do you want to finish the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So so I didn't find that out about her until three months into dating her. And then 
the car got I was into the car with friends when she said this and the entire car got really quiet and everyone's just like oh man uh, and everyone I know what everyone was thinking they were, they were all thinking the exact same thing which is Maddox you fucked up yeah you you fucked up man you're dating a girl that said the the phrase and he was probably Mexican yeah we get one Mexican on the show and you start <laughs> virtue signaling to him hey just so you know I dated a girl once and she said uh the she she told a story and said he was probably Mexican and I said hey no way hey no way and all my friends looked at me like you sick son of a bitch what kind of monster are you to date such a woman and I said oh well not dating her anymore I don't care if she is a 10 and uh, awesome personality and just all around m- great mom material and, and, and wifey material no she said he was probably Mexican oh yeah because those things aren't mutually exclusive huh what? You can be you can be casually racist and drop a, you know a prejudiced phrases and then also be a great mother having great genes being really intelligent and a total ten those are those are usually commonly found together right I, I would have to look at case by case <laughs> well thanks for standing up for me Maddox I right. appreciate that yeah. either way I guess yeah um, <laughs> you got it see Dreadmare great story I, I gotta tell you well, how many how many movies are gonna spawn from this episode first the Thanksgiving dinner then the time the girl said he was probably Mexican I love how you brought that story up like as just evidence of your personal character yeah such a hero it wasn't evidence of my personal character <gasps> shit how many times po- have point. you heard me say and he was probably Armenian you, all, the, constantly <laughs> yeah on this so you're podcast. told you hang out with racists all the time not <laughs> is that the point Rucka, it doesn't count coming from you you're black everyone knows that right but right. back well. to but back to this girl i didn't find out that about her until three months in what if she's at the, your your fucking uh dread party right the company party right <laughs> yeah and she's like just casually standing around with your co-worker <laughs> your boss and then just being like <laughs> Yeah, how about that white nation, huh? And you're like, well, excuse, oh yeah, excuse me, coming. <laughs> That's the same thing as saying he was probably Mexican. <laughs> well, she also mentioned there was a detail I left out. She also mentioned that there was some old English on the car, and so she just assumed the guy driving by was was uh, Mexican. That makes even less sense to me. Wait, what? Why old? She English? was stereotyping. I guess Mexicans are into old English. Old English, stickers. you know, old English stickers. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh you must yeah, you must okay. know because you just look at your car a dread mirror and you see it. Maddox, can you tell me more about uh about yeah. Mexican culture? I'm kinda lost here. Yeah. Well listen, I, I'm a big defender, okay? Apparently, he is. Yeah. He doesn't stand for any uh racism. <laughs> By the way, this really brings up a deeper issue. Yes. Okay, you bring a date to a holiday party. Yeah. And what is there at every party? Um those fucking veggie dips. What else? Mexicans. <laughs> hopefully so what else if you're lucky yeah what else um there's a uh, fucking uh, alcohol usually there you go yeah so that's the that's where the problem lies now you've got this girl who always seemed kind of normal and not extremely racist you, she, she has a few drinks and before mm-hmm. you know it she's talking to someone she doesn't even know and saying all types of horrible insensitive remarks like and the guy was probably mexican so now you look bad. Yes. They think they look bad. Right. She looks bad. Everyone looks bad. Everyone looks bad. Yeah, thank you, Dreadmere. What do you have to say about yeah, that? What do you have to say about that, you mm-hmm. fucking racist? Yeah, you enabler. I thought you were yeah. going to say, you fucking Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I don't know like why you want to be held responsible for what your partner says. <laughs> I just, I don't see it. Like, it's a, I've dated girls who said off-color shit, like, or on-color, I guess it might be shit like 
that. Yeah. Very colorful like, shit. Yeah. Let's just say that. They'll yeah. say some racist shit sometimes, and it's just, it's not, you know, they're saying it. I'm my own person, you but know? But you can tell in a context of a joke when somebody says something casually racist like okay, that. Okay, okay, like, but if you're, okay, say you see, yeah. like, a really hot girl. She's yes. got massive tits, mm-hmm. and, right. she's, and she's with some old guy, right? Mm. And you're like, oh, well, that's weird, but he probably has a lot of money. That's why they're together. Mm. Ah, so if you look at me... <laughs> so if you look at me and I'm with some that same girl and she's got like massive t- people are like oh I see why he's with her like he, she's hot you know what mm. I mean and so she says something like oh Mexicans are always putting old English stickers everywhere mm-hmm. then they'll be like but I get that you know he, he likes her to bang or whatever <laughs> that's not a virtue Dreadmere I don't I didn't say it was virtuous look, look, I said it makes sense no I, I look I get I you're you're trying to explain to me why people fuck I get it like you know I get like guys want to fuck chicks with big tits sometimes like that's a thing I mm-hmm. it's not blowing my mind or anyone listening but look I've known you for for months Dreadmere you're you're an awesome dude right. have what if one day I just came up to you like have I ever come up to you and said hey man you want to know where I put my dick no, nobody ever does. And that's what you're you're True. telling people when you bring a date to a company party. Oh. Especially if it's a casual date. It's like, hey guys, this is where I put my dick sometimes. That's, no, that's not <laughs> the a great argument. Because you could just bring in your flashlight and say the same thing. Yeah, exactly. True. You have that, to bring in somebody that's my point. where there's restrictions and be like, oh, they're letting me versus you. They're not letting you put your dick in them. Like this, oh this thing, this they, person yes, is. They, they, I, just, I, I they, totally objectified not, women hardcore right there. It's, but it's still <laughs> the same. You get what I'm saying. They're asking, they're begging. All right, that, but <laughs> so this isn't really about holiday parties. It's just should you take a date anywhere because pe- it's it's a statement when you take a girl somewhere. It's saying this is where I put my dick. And yeah, that, sometimes and is that something you want to say. Yeah, and vice versa. And, and so sometimes girls don't want to bring you around their other friends. They're normally their normal friends, their mm-hmm. normal group, because they don't want to say, "Hey, this is the pogo stick I'm riding right now." They don't. They don't okay. want to advertise that. That's not something that they are necessarily. I, it's. I wouldn't even say proud of. It's just not something that's uh, anyone's business. Like, hey, uh, this is my booty call. I guess I'm bringing them to this company party. So which, just by never the way, bring your date ever anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Don't bring your date to places you frequent. I look. Uh, I love mole, Mexican mole, Oaxacan mm. food. It's fantastic, right? Wow, and, this guy is just <laughs> such a good friend of the Mexican people. I am a friend. That's he what loves, they call me. He eats mole. I, yeah. I eat mole. Yeah, I've never heard him bring up mole. And are wh- you fucking? How long have you? Know, how you've never heard me bring up mole? Never. I bring no. up mole all the time. Oh, is that how point. you're pronouncing guacamole now? No, it's not guacamole. <laughs> Although we do have guacamole here in studio today. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Very appropriate. Oh, interesting. Maddox, <laughs> what made you uh, put out these chips and salsa and, and guacamole here today? What yeah, was yeah. it specifically? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was weird that you were wearing a sombrero when I walked in. Yeah, I was yeah. not wearing a sombrero, you <laughs> fucks. And pronouncing it mole. Mole. Look, Ooh. I like mole, right? Yeah. And there was there are multiple restaurants. There's a restaurant in Los Angeles. It's fantastic. I'll give him a plug. It's called mm-hmm. Willaguitza. And it has... <laughs> Well, it now has, they know. It has the it has the best moles. It, they have uh, all the different kinds. They have coloradito. They have thing. I tell I prime people with this. I say, look, we're going to a Mexican restaurant. Don't expect to find tacos and burritos on the menu. They don't have it. This place doesn't have tacos, burritos. They don't have quesadillas. These are things that you find in. Uh, New Mexican American cuisine, mm. right? Not from Mexico City, right? Oaxacan cuisine comes closer to uh, from Mexico City, and it's a different type of cuisine. So I love this stuff. And there's two restaurants I found that was that were near me that I could go to for mole. The one that I loved the most is the one that I frequented, and I would rarely ever take dates there. I wouldn't take my casual dates there because they're mm. going to see me in there with a different chick every week. 
So the ones, it's only it's only girls that I start dating for a while. I'm like, okay, this is girlfriend material. Mm-hmm. We're going out. I'm gonna bring this one to my most favorite place so that they don't judge me and they don't they don't they don't because because they can also fuck up your game. I took a date one time to yeah. a bar that I frequent, and uh, a bartender came over, and I I happen to have two dates back to back, night to night, and one of the nights he came over and was like really winging pretty hard. He's like, dude. Excellent date tonight. Mm. Uh, your date's very beautiful. Welcome. Can I get you guys anything? Blah blah blah. Mm. Next next day, I go into the same place, and he I think he he realized he screwed up. He goes, "Hey Maddox, what happened to the other chair? Oh, um, hey, uh, so yeah, let me get yeah. you the so, usual." Side note: Anytime if I don't know if I haven't seen somebody's girlfriend in a long time, like I'm saying hi to a couple, no matter what, I never say like, "Oh yeah, yeah, remember we saw each other." Like I just if there's a point zero 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 one percent chance this is a different girl than last time and she just looks similar and has the same first name like i'm just gonna be like oh hey great to see hey how are you i never was be like oh hey it's you know good to see you again i'll never acknowledge i've seen her before because that's how out of it i am and out of touch i am i don't i don't want to risk the fact that i might fuck up this this guy's game but also are we what's less frequent than a holiday party True. It's it's one season a year. No, there's lots of holidays. Are you kidding? You know they, what? What? You know what holiday party means? We're not talking about fucking Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, oh yeah. No one has Labor Day barbecue. What are you? That's not a like? holiday party. It's a fucking count. Holiday party is it's a not. Christmas party that PC people like you started calling holiday parties. <laughs> Rucka, it's not about the the holiday aspect of it. It's more about the fact that you could invite someone to a hol- any kind of party. That everything they say will be scrutinized and you're going to be held accountable for. If yep. you don't know what's going to come out of their mouth, they're a loose cannon. They are going to fuck everything up. Yep. You just got to make sure it's... That's a great point, but his is current point. point is that you don't want to take a girl a place where you frequent. And what's less frequent than a Christmas party? It's only once a year. Okay, it, it's not just, it's, first of all, there are way more holiday parties than that. There's a Halloween party people throw, there's Christmas parties, there's uh, some, some keep places. Keep going. Yeah, some places do yeah. some Thanksgiving parties. They do uh, four-day no, weeks. Nobody do. has Thanksgiving parties. <laughs> they just wait for December and they have a Christmas party. Oh, are you kidding? Every, every school... Yeah, the days before the week, the week of Thanksgiving is yeah. basically a fuck around week. You're having half days. Yeah, everyone's fuck having around half parties. days weeks, but they yeah. don't have a, a fucking a, an adult party happening okay. the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, and they also don't have people bringing dates, so they're just trying to advertise where they put their dicks. Exactly, oh they God. don't. So yeah. we're talking about holiday parties. We're talking about Christmas and New Year's. Okay, let me ask you this, Rucka. Yeah, let's say you're just having a get together with some friends, right? Yeah, and, and we've all been in this situation where you have like I don't know seven or eight friends who are all. You know, you guys all kind of know each other. You're hanging out. You're watching TV, getting some snacks, got some pizza, and you're like, you know what, guys? I'm bringing a new guest to this party, mm-hmm. but guy or girl doesn't matter. Just a friend, mm-hmm. right? That you thought you knew, and this friend comes over and makes an ass out of him or herself, mm-hmm. and has no manners. They fuck up the flow of your your other f- friend group, and they are just causing a ruckus. You know about Ruckus, Rucka. Is Rucka Rucka the the friend you're talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
and you're embarrassed, right? And then you have to take responsibility for bringing that person to this party. Uh, it wouldn't right? be your fault. Who cares? That's a yeah. great story afterwards. You there guys you can go. All laugh at them afterwards, like, oh, no, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a real story. Yeah. It's not like the time she said he was Mexican. This is a real story. <laughs> this is not the time she wanted to go to Thanksgiving, and I said no. This is a story. Remember yeah, that guy great. showed up and made an ass of themselves. That'd be great. If remember, if you bring some friend over, and then you're like, oh yeah, you guys, remember that? I'm not inviting him anymore. He just came over and he took heroin and passed it oh. on the coffee table for six hours and it was really awkward for oh us, you but. jackasses like this is a, such a shitty argument if you bring that person and that person causes damage or steals something then it's not a fucking funny story is it it's a crime i <laughs> i actually brought a friend to a party one time actually just didn't even invite like kind of tagged along and this uh this friend uh came to the party Totally irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Brought drugs mm. and thought it was going to be a drug it's party. A former guest on the show. It was. Not, <laughs> it was not a former guest on the okay. show. No, not someone whose name rhymes with Schmostin Schmostin Slank. No, it's not. It's not and Slank. Okay. You don't know. You don't know this person. Close though. All right. Yeah, it's Austin. No, it was not. It was not that guy. But it was another friend. And he thought this was going to be like a drug. I don't know what he was thinking. He thought this was going to be a drug den or something. Showed up with uh, drugs, drank all the alcohol there, and then started dropping glasses, started hitting, <laughs> hitting on people aggressively. And then you know what? It ruined everyone's vibe. And guess what? I wasn't even that close to the people whose house I was at. Mm-hmm. But I had to gather my friend and take him away. And by the way, they remember that. If you bring a shitty guest or a shitty date to one of these parties, you might not get invite- invited to the next one. What you got, Drew? Got anything? Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah. What do you got, Ruff? <laughs> giving him a chance. I didn't, okay, I didn't great. Um, dude, it makes you look good by comparison. Yeah. How does it make <laughs> Yeah. You know, in uh, Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Go on. In the reunion episode of season two. I think season three, they went to Italy. So, reunion episode of season two. Yeah. They played black, back a clip of um, uh, Pauly D and the situation brought home date Dates. From okay. the nightclub that they yes. met. And one of them was DTF, as they say. The other one was, uh, let's just say, she disclosed once they got back to the house that she doesn't like to sleep around. She'll only date the long-term boyfriend. So the situation was the one who got stuck with the latter. And he starts throwing a tantrum and getting all mad and just, you know, getting pissed. Like, why'd you come back here if you're not, you know, going to bang? Yeah. And guess what Polly did? What? Totally smashed. Or no, he didn't. They end it all he fucked up everyone's game. But but <laughs> but they played this clip back on the reunion show and Paulie said he said what happens in that case is I look good by comparison. The girls think I'm a good guy because he's the one who's throwing a tantrum. Yeah. So in the future, he totally smashed. And oh. think of all the girls who watched that episode who think Paulie's a good guy by yeah. comparison to this situation. Yeah, because that's what good guys think. They think on how they can project and manipulate themselves to to, exactly. into, to, to manipulate other people into thinking they're good guys. Exactly. Right? That's what good guys think. I didn't say that's what good guys do. I said yeah. that's how you look good. Well, so your whole point about <laughs> taking people to a party. I love how taking a date to a holiday party turned into should you ever take a friend to an- anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. The, uh, all I'm saying is if you have a friend who you don't know that well, you mm. can't trust that they won't fuck up and ruin and steal things. I, I've gone to parties before where, again, another casual acquaintance came by, like somebody I kind of knew through some, you know, friend of a friend, and they came and they just fucking stole the beer and left. 
Just fucking be cool, man. Just yeah. invite everyone to everything. That's oh, what yeah? I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Invite yeah. Everyone Don't to you remember? I used to fucking, when I met you, I used to just say, like, hey, man, I'm going to the fucking uh, Comic-Con Pasadena. And, like, you came and, like, some guy that you I met once somewhere was there. And yeah, just- yeah. I'm like that, too. You know, Rucka, you can vouch for this. I, I'm generally inviting everyone everywhere, right? No. Because <laughs> you don't even, fucking am. You're, you're, you're fucking saying am. don't even take somebody to a fucking party or Look, they might steal the fucking I'm, beer. It's for the argument. I'm arguing my side of the debate here. No, I hate I hate this whole... This, there's an entire culture right now of just incidences where people just don't wait for explanation. And that's what this is. You're just like, well, people are going to come over and fuck up and now they think this of me. No. You can go back the next day. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that girl was going to do that. Whatever. Like, if they're, if, if these people that you're worried about what they think of you, they actually care about you, like, you should, they, they'll probably give you a chance to explain. And if you don't know them, then who, who cares, right? That's a very mm. good argument, Mom. Whoa. Uh, oh. <laughs> Dreadmere, have, I understand the good guy routine, okay? But have you ever truly dated a crazy girl? And I'm not saying crazy fun, Dreadmere. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I'm saying, have you ever dated a girl that made you rethink everything mm-hmm. because of how twisted and distorted she left? She left it like a Carl's Jr. bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Shit on the ceilings, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had that. <laughs> Weeple, you know you you know all the guys in the room who've had that have that had that same blank stare right now. We're just kind of like, yeah, that was yeah, a that bitch. That was, that was uh, a moment, Mike. Yeah, what is there any stories you can tell, or you don't want to get into specifics? I'm sure they'll come up later. Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. But Mike brings up a good point. Like, what if it's her? What if what if the person you thought was cool, right, turns out to be like the uh, the old English uh, mm. Mexican girl yeah. that I dated? How embarrassing! Yeah, how embarrassing, or worse, or worse, or worse. <laughs> if that that's possible. If I can't even contemplate anything worse than the girl who said he was probably Mexican. I've dated some crazy ass chicks. Yeah, what, what are you saying? We're all here. <laughs> we all have our all of our fingers. I'm sure like it hasn't gotten worse. So at least for us. So uh, my point is, y- you have you can kind of deal with it. Like it's not a big deal. Like I'm sure she's embarrassed you. I'm sure you've had girls do like get into the you know whatever with your family. I've had girls yelling on my doorstep, and my mom was inside. It was like awkward, but. It's like, yeah, I didn't I had no fucking idea. I don't know. Like, well, I here's explain. Like, I'm sorry. I'll tell you a secondhand story, or I guess it's a third. Yeah, secondhand story. A friend was dating this girl <laughs> for a while, and you know, it wasn't really working out. They were. She. He tried to dump her, and then that's when shit went fucking crazy. First of all, this girl was always kind of sickly. I, I as a rule. I have this rule, and I, I my friends in real life know this. I don't think I've ever mentioned it on the podcast, but in general. I stay away from people who are too pale. And I'm not talking about like, you know, fair fair skin, but people who are too pale. Because hmm. uh, there's something wrong. There's something off. Wow. They're a little too sickly. I They're get always... it. You like Mexicans, man. <laughs> oh, God. It's got a fucking virtue signaling. I won't go near pale people. No, no, no. It's not that. It's it's just that I don't like to get too involved because it's almost always bad news. <laughs> yeah. This girl, skin this color girl. is a great way this to gauge. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Scott, it's not skin is it, color. Is this it's from about, Martin Luther King's late, no, no, latest no. essay? No, it's it, it's about uh, it's about their 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 health, right? They don't look healthy. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. yeah, like if you if you don't have it, you don't. It's like you're not eating right. <laughs> yeah. Something's wrong. Something's yeah. wrong. The, you're not having enough. You're not fucking enough. There's not enough food in your in your true. system. You're 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 uh, you're indoors too much. That's usually what it's a sign of that you're fucking indoors too much. Just go outside the block, wa- walk around the block, get some sunshine, eat a fucking steak, and get some dick. Like this you'll guy be right as right. Barely leaves the house. When he does leave the house, he's staring down at his Pokemon phone and doesn't get any sunlight. <laughs> yes, the only time you're not pale is when you're pissed off and sh- 
shouting and red in the fucking head. Yeah, anyway, I, finish. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go I was just I was going to tell him to finish his point. But why don't you uh, finish it for him? I was just wondering how you get so much done on Pokemon Go by staying at the house. Okay, you know, I go outside a lot. I do a lot of things outdoors. Yeah. I go. I travel. I'm always out and about. You guys don't know shit. Okay. But here's the thing: the yeah, paleness. You never invite us. Yeah, you never invite us anywhere because you think we'll embarrass you. Invite you all the time. <laughs> we hang out all the fucking time. Then, then, by your logic, why do you invite us anywhere? What if some, there's an incident and then you look bad? Well, I, I <laughs> look. I invite people I know and trust. You don't know me to regular. <laughs> To regular places. Yeah. Okay, okay. The anyway. only reason we even know Dreadmere is because I invited him yes. somewhere. And guess who said yes? Fucking this guy, because I'm always saying yes See, to everyone. See, you got to give people a chance. I do. Then why are you making the point that you should never take anyone somewhere until they've been properly vetted well, for several months? <laughs> it depends on the fucking uh, situation. Bozo, what what do you want to say, That's Mikey? A new point. You almost gave Dreadmere a chance, and then you start up with the Mexican stuff yeah. right yeah. away. <laughs> hey, I think but, that's why he gave me a chance. But so back to the say he likes Mexican. <laughs> back to the story, though, and and paleness. By the way, when you get sick, sometimes mm-hmm. they lose color from their face because yeah. they're sick. Right? That's not an unusual All thing. Right. You dislike pale people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say sickly. Okay, okay, sorry, I fucking misspoke. So anyway, sickly people, right? Yeah. So, um, this guy dated this girl who was sickly all the time, and and she she fit the profile in my mind. You know, a sickly person stay the fuck away. They're bad news. They're always about. They're always on the verge of dying. <laughs> so yeah. so he dated this girl, and then he's like, you know what? Uh, this isn't really working out. She was kind of clingy and always calling and checking in and not trusting him and always accusing him of cheating. And he's like, okay, well, uh, this isn't working out. Let's go our separate ways. That's where he thought was the end of it, right? What happened after is she immediately started threatening to kill herself, mm. calling her par- his parents, threatening to kill herself, going to his work, driving by, checking to see if his car was there, driving by his house, checking to see if his car was there, threatening to burn his work down while he was there. Uh, and he called the police, and the police come and look at this girl. She's like 100, 110 pounds, tiny, frail little thing who's about to die. And they're like, oh, she's not, she's not any threat. And the guy, the guy's like uh, six foot three or something, and he's like, you know, a built dude. And he's like, listen, I feel threatened, and they laugh it off. They're like, how do you feel threatened by this uh, uh, skinny, small little thing? He's like, well, she's fucking psycho, and she's threatening to burn down my fucking apartment, and she's calling me all hours of the night. That's a fucking psycho ex girlfriend, yeah. right? Right. And and so this could be the girl that you accidentally brought to your holiday party, mm. Dreadmere. Mm-hmm. And these are the type of people you don't want. Knowing these intimate details about you, you don't want them exposed to your friends. You don't and want her to know where you work. You don't want yeah. her to know who your fa- where your family lives. Right. So she could be a psycho. Is yes. is Maddox's point and and Mikey's point because that's what mm-hmm. Mikey was referring to. Yeah, but yeah. you're saying like that could be anybody. You wouldn't know that, right? Because if you knew that, then why would you? If I knew somebody was a psycho, I probably wouldn't take them to these things. But well, the point is, it's like you don't know it yet. But you said so. dates. You're you're not saying girlfriends. You're saying dates. Right. So you bring dates. Yeah. So I don't know if she's a psycho or not. So don't. So don't bring, don't, why take the nah, risk? Why roll those dice? Because it's more likely that she's not going to burn my house down. I don't know. Like, I, maybe I'm a little bit too optimistic, but I just feel kind of invincible in that regard. Naive, <laughs> Dreadmere. You're naive. Yeah. <laughs> if you think she's burn. not going to burn down the place. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think you should give everybody a chance. Mm-hmm. You should let them come on, to, come on to your podcast. Let them go to your holiday party. Let, take them to Thanksgiving. Because nah. either way, it's a... It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. I mm. think. That's, yeah. Yeah. I I I don't think so. Uh. That. Look. I'll I'll just say this. The guests that I have on this podcast, generally speaking, are vetted. 
by by either me personally or someone vouches for them or I know something about them. I see what they put out into the world. I see their content. I see their their product. I see that, you know, they're interesting people. And, you know, I don't like to have a podcast where it's just full of comedians or actors or any type of, uh, you know, specific segment of society i like to have interesting people on this podcast so i'm not just gonna give any old person a chance i know i know i have some friends who would come on this podcast and not necessarily have a a personality that pops i think it's a it's a statement and and similarly did you just everything you just said made like what's with you you just (laughs) okay hold on let me rephrase let me repeat what you just said Yes, please, Every, please in, in in the form of a Jersey Shore episode, if you could. <laughs> Everyone that's that comes on this show has been vetted. First off, <laughs> second, um, it's someone who you know I've 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 vetted, I've spent time with, or I've seen what they put out into the world. I've seen their product. I know yes. who they are. Yes, I don't want to just have actors and comedians on this show. I want to have interesting people. Yes. Um, I have friends who wouldn't necessarily <laughs> pop on this show. Like what? None of that. You're just fucking saying random things and just hoping something in there addresses what the fuck we're talking about. Okay, your point is everyone here has been vetted. No, look, I won't say maybe vetted is not the right word, but there is a reason that like the guests who come on the show are interesting. I'll say that much. Right. But but, you know, uh, you can't really know that for certain with a date that you bring to a holiday party. She, She might not be interesting. (laughs) <laughs> she might not be podcast material yeah. <laughs> why would you want to take her anywhere then yeah I mean I don't know man I, I can't imagine okay Maddox by your yes. logic should you ever take a date back to your house um oof. okay that's a good Cornered. point yeah, yeah. Go. Uh, that's a good point alright point Rucka <laughs> the dude, that's not it that whole debate one no that's not the whole debate <laughs> the, the, the thing is there's less risk with bringing a date to your house as there is to bring your date to your job Really? Yes, because your job is how you pay for your house. Bingo. Mm. You're not you're not unconscious for seven hours at your. I mean, I hope you're not unconscious for seven hours at your job. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, but if your date at your house acts up, you can ask them to leave. But at work, it's going to cause a scene. She might throw something mm-hmm. at you. She might fight with you. <laughs> I just I don't she care. Might steal I don't everything. Yeah, you might steal everything. Oh my god! All the staplers at your job. So your whole fucking policy with t- who to take to a, a work holiday party should be like under the assumption she could be a total psycho and make a scene. Yeah, you might be dating a pickpocket. Are you? I mean, you heard it on the podcast. If you're going to date Maddox in the future and he decides to bring you into his job and doesn't want to take you anywhere, he th- thinks you're probably a psycho. It's probably a huge though. compliment, I think. Like, this is, I don't even know if people who, who date me or know me know this, but it's a huge compliment from me, an, un, an unspoken compliment. If I bring you to a place I frequent, it's it means I trust you. That is a compliment. Yeah, thank you. I just give First it more. honest thing you've I ever said. Compliment all the time. <laughs> yeah. So what What's does that? this have to do? So yeah. So don't don't compliment her. Don't take her to your work party. No, not until you trust her. Why bring casual people you're dating and hooking up with to anywhere? Oh, hey I guys, like to, I like some... to include people into my life. I, mm-hmm. I think I do interesting things. I do yeah. unique, fun yeah. things. And so when I date a girl, I like to show her those things. Like, oh, check out this awesome croissant bakery thing that i like to go to and then we then we go and i say hi to the korean guy there every morning and you know and then she says hi to the korean guy every morning and then yeah. one day i don't know that girl anymore and then the korean guy's like oh man what happened and like oh you know and then the next girl comes and he's like mm-hmm. the same thing with her he's like we have he, we know like me and yeah, him, we can yeah, see yeah. That so, korean. yeah and then guess what one of these days the korean guy who you're saying hi to and he's like prying into your life and he knows so much about these girls you're bombing with i guess but or yeah. or <laughs> 
I guess not bombing, but the relationship isn't like flourishing, right? Hey, in one of these days, like you know, Dreadmere, uh, okay. there's a lot of lot of girls, a lot of girls you're bringing through, and um, <laughs> sometimes you know maybe you should take a look at yourself. Maybe maybe mm, that's maybe the, you should just cook the croissant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly my point. Maybe you should mind your own fucking business, old man. I, I can date whoever I want. Sometimes I'm just hooking up with these chicks. Exactly. That's oh, my point. Yeah, it's his point. So who cares what anyone thinks? Yeah, who cares what anyone thinks? Yeah, he's just a pervy guy giving you thumbs up so he can like knows who he can thumbs up the bouncing <laughs> yeah. titties. He just wants to sell you your fucking snack and your coffee and yeah, yeah. send you on your way. You know what? I'll tell you. I'll get... Here's here's why it matters, okay? Because when I buy condoms, I don't want I want them to hand them to me, and I hand them money, and I fucking leave. End of transaction. I don't want them to give me a little bit of English when they're handing it to me. Like, okay, here you go, another one. Here you go. Oh, because you see, he's Korean, so it's only a little bit of English. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pull term. <laughs> uh, I, I I know what you're talking about. Okay, so when I was working at when I was working at Target, I started dating a girl that I was working with there. Yeah. And so what happened was everybody knew we were dating because you know we worked together, and so. So we were fucking all the time. And so I had to buy a bunch of condoms and I, I wanted to buy, I wanted to buy the biggest box of condoms. Mm-hmm. I realized how this makes yeah. me sound. Anyway, I was buying the biggest one, but I was like, okay, like I'm at work. It closes at 11. I got to, I got to buy them now or else I'm not going to be able to get them. So I, I went and got them. I was like, I'll wait till it closes. I'll just make sure no one sees me so I can go slip in and just like, you know, maybe like I'll go to one of the registers I know and we'll be cool. So I get my little basket and I get the condoms and then I grab like a juice to put on top of it. Yeah. And then I walk over and my <laughs> manager comes walking by and she's like, oh, hey, what's up, Drew? What are you buying? And then she looks, she's like, oh, oh, you thought that little juice was going to cover all those condoms? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, God, yeah, sorry. Now you look like even more of a weirdo because you're buying the two things you went to the store for, juice and condoms. <laughs> what are you do with those? All right, listen. Yeah. So reason number one not to take a date to a holiday party is you could end up looking bad either because she's psycho or because you're just telling the world where you put your dick like just whatever it is you might look bad right she might make you look bad yes that's reason number one okay reason number two Mm -hmm. she could be a psycho yes and then now she knows where you work or she knows your family or she knows your friends correct all right yeah but like why is it always the fucking worst case scenario with you well you have to prepare for the worst case scenarios so like if you ever have kids are you ever going to let them out of the cardboard box <laughs> Wait, yeah, man. Kids? Look, look. You can. You should. You can take precautions as much as you can, mm-hmm. and then you know, hope for the best. Beyond that, right? That's all you can do in life. You can. You can try your best, and then hope for the best. That's all you can do. But reason number three, and this is another big point, and I don't think you'll you'll have a good rebuttal for this, Dreadmere. But I want to hear. It costs them money. So this casual date, this like place you're putting your penis that you're just bringing along with you everywhere to show off like hey hey here's where i'm putting my penis sometimes that's costing your employer and your family and your friends money because those people are eating and drinking Mm, your snacks they're eating and drinking at the party yeah i I gotta say i don't feel any sympathy for that it's a party like do you are you really gonna be that upset over like one more meal or one more even a wedding is there like oh 70 dollars a person or whatever like it adds up. But this is holiday parties. This is a fucking. There's a. There's the same fucking bowl of punch. There's a lot of holidays. Yeah, there's a lot, there of, a lot of holidays. Up, but huh? we're just talking about one party. I and the, I the, measure. I measure how much my guests eat, and then listen, I calculate. If you're, if you're throwing a party, if you're throwing a party, you, you don't want to be embarrassed because not enough people showed up. Yeah, that's true. You'd rather have more people there than nobody there, not eating your guacamole. <laughs> 
tell me what I want. This guy's so fucking strict. He wants every holiday party to just be everyone coming stag and just standing <laughs> unifile and just fucking having their one allotted portion of food and drink and just you know, nobody uh, saying anything, telling any stories involving someone that may have been Mexican. Like they just everything just needs to be so fucking strict. You Dude, live your, a little. Your, your, your Che Guevara eye patch on, and you ask yeah. everybody if they enjoyed their rations. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Why don't you guys, what? Why don't you fucking cheap fucks get another idea for a date? Oh, you got to go on a date on the same night as your company party, and you got to bring your fucking date. You know what? Get a fucking new idea for a date. How about that? Bingo. Stop. I mean, the risk is not worth the reward. The reward is what? You saved a couple of bucks on having to, to uh, you know, entertain this person that who you happen to be fucking. Great. Look, man, I, the reward is better than that. I, I go to influencer parties sometimes. You know, Mikey knows about those parties. You know, sometimes they're, they're, <laughs> Mikey's a big, big name. And uh, we go and there's free drinks and there's names there. And so when you bring a girl there, she thinks that you're a part of this world and thinks you're cooler than you are. So that's a big reward. It's yeah. like, damn, this guy's like, He's crushing it, and really, I'm just kind of there. But still, she thinks I'm crushing it. So, mm-hmm. and what if you, what if it's a Ty Lopez party, and they want you to bring at least one girl for every guy? You need a date. I have gone to a Ty Lopez party. <laughs> he, like the invitation says, please bring one at least one girl for every guy. Did it? Re- did it really? I didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. The guy is that. so fucking cool. I yeah. can't tell you how cool that guy is. Yeah. No, it's, Ty Lopez is the guy who advertised on YouTube for a long time, and he 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 had all these like lifestyle videos where he would be in his garage with a Lamborghini and a bookshelf mm-hmm. and, the, and all these books behind him. He's like, yeah, you want to be smart. You want to make money. You want to be rich like me. You can live my lifestyle. You just have to live like me and do what I do. And, and um, you yeah. have to buy my book. Yeah, Basically. buy my book. You can't yeah. even rip on Ty Lopez. Correctly. Is that what it was? Because I, I didn't That's watch the, the whole point. He thing. has a book for you to order. Wow. Sounds like you've, you've looked, <laughs> you've watched his video. Well, all he's saying is buy my book. Okay. I didn't know. Whatever. Well, so that's the guy. And then Ethan from H3H3. Uh, the the podcast and the uh, popular YouTube YouTube series um, kind of <laughs> ripped on him, and then recently he had Ty Lopez on one of his podcast episodes. But anyway, yeah, I've been to one of his Ty Lopez's parties, and he does have this big lavish mansion, which I think Ethan pointed out in one of his videos is rented. Yeah, uh, because he found the property listing on Zillow. And it was for rent. Of course, the car is rented. The house is rented. How can a guy just say, I have all this money and well, how did you make it? Well, I have I know I have knowledge, knowledge. OK, what do you know that? I- well, buy my book. Yeah. And what does the book say? Knowledge is power. Pursue knowledge. <laughs> buy another book. Do this. Me- <laughs> meditate. Yeah, buy another book. There's just no fucking... It just, it's just—it's—it's all always just um, trying to get you to buy a new book. Well, I mean, look, I'm not going to uh, debate the merits of Ty Lopez's method, but... Uh, <laughs> but if it's I, one I of his say, parties, you want to bring a girl, don't you? You, you, you have need to, bring to or you can't okay. get in. Oh, it great. Great exception you found to this rule. But I, <laughs> I went to Ty Lopez's party. And I think I did bring a girl. There were, I don't know. I may have brought a couple of girls. I don't remember. Oh, my gosh. But yeah. what if they turn out to steal the beer and, and say racist things about Mexicans? Well, if, if it's a party, that's the thing. That's what <laughs> Ty I'm Lopez is Mexican. Okay. That's what I'm saying, though. If you show up to someone's party who you don't know, you have less of a vested interest in, pr- in protecting their property mm. and making a good impression. Right? So I showed up at Ty Lopez's party. Yeah. Swear to God, within the first 10 minutes of showing up at his party... Someone peed on my hat. Mm. Uh, this guy, it was actually a friend of mine. He came up to me and he didn't like my hat. He goes, yo, dude, I want to piss on that hat. I'm like, uh, and he goes, can I, can I have it? And I'm like, okay. 
thinking it was just uh, it was just a bit. Sure enough, he went around the corner and pissed on my hat. And he may even be listening. He's a he's a friend of mine. He may even listen. He goes, "Look, I'll replace the hat. This is just a, a, a joke I'm doing on a friend. I'm going to take a picture and send it to him." That was a Ty Lopez. I got to be honest. That kind of sounds like your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Bottom line is though, you bring a date to one of these parties, especially if you don't know the host, mm-hmm. you might get your hat peed on, and that's not going to make you look cool. So that deflates your argument, Dreadmere. What do you have to say about that? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I guess you found my kryptonite. I, guess yeah. I don't want my hat peed on. Yeah. If I don't want Thank my hat you. peed on, I'll just say I don't want my hat peed on. Why would you say yes to that? I, I don't like, give a shit. Oh my god. I don't Why know. Why not? Because I say yes more dating? than no. Wait, what, what was the story? That what, was, was, was Ty Lopez's party a holiday party? It was not a holiday party. Then your story, it, it must could be, have been. Strike that story from the record. We're talking about holiday parties. Strike that. Strike <laughs> that from the. We ask that voters do not consider take that story into consideration. Okay, fair enough. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for pointing that Maharaja. out, Rucka. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Rucka. <laughs> See. See, this is why he's the Maharaja. That's right. All, All right. Yeah. So listen, your basic argument is just that anything can go wrong. Yes. So better safe than sorry. Yeah. Wow. What? How inspiring. No. This guy, he's points. like fucking George Washington over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't take a risk in life. No, I, t- I say yes more than no. I take risks. I've gone skydiving. I've been in a shark cage. What's the risk of skydiving? Dying. Really? <laughs> yes. What are the chances of dying? I don't know. But not very high. It's like high. 1 in 16,000 or something like wow. that. Wow. Wow. What a fucking... <laughs> this guy. Out of control. <laughs> oh, yeah. What what are, what are the risks of dying of going to Coffee Bean? Fucking zero. That's all it's... Driving to Coffee Bean is more dangerous than skydiving. <laughs> yeah, it's like no. 1 in 5,000, right? Something like that. No, it's not like What that. are the risks that the girl's going to burn your house down? Realistic. That's why I was making my point. I was like, we all have all our fingers. What is the risk that she's actually going to cut them off? Hey. Actually going to burn our house down? Yeah. Good she's, point. She's Good. gonna get all irate and she's gonna scream and she's gonna call you a cuck and then, then all that stuff is gonna <laughs> yeah. blow over and you're gonna tell your friends, yeah, you know, whatever. And, and then you tools. look, you look like the good guy, and all the other girls are like, oh, poor guy, he was mm. too good for her. Yeah, good, yeah. good point, Dreadmere. I have a big bowl of M and M's on the table. One of them's poison. What's the risk of you getting that one? Go ahead, eat some. Yeah. Was, not not too quick to grab those In that M&Ms, case, there's huh? certainly one that's poison. In this yeah. case, you're saying don't take a girl to a party because... There's certainly some that are psycho. But poor Mikey and I know. <sighs> some people are psycho, so just don't take a girl to a holiday party. That's a very specific instruction. Or a guy. Or a guy. I mean, look, just... Look at look at the reverse. If if you were a girl, would you bring mm. some random dude you're boning to a party? <laughs> yes. Why? Why would you do that? It, it's a date. This is the question. You, it's a ju- cheap date. You just cheap because talk? everyone at this table is a guy doesn't mean the debate only applies to bringing girls to holiday parties. The people voting at home might be female that are dating men. They're mostly female. What, what's up, Mikey? There was a situation back at home where my cousin a couple weeks ago brought a guy to her dad. My uncle just opened a bar. And she invited this guy to a family, like everyone's there, a gathering that she hasn't even really been dating. I got to tell you, it ruins the flavor. What are your poor parents going to talk to your date about? So, uh, do you guys want to have kids? Where are you guys living? What are you going to school? These are not questions your date is going to want to fucking answer. Why would a, why would anyone ask her that? What are, that's what parents do. They're lame. Are all, all parents do that? All parents are lame. Maybe they, they're going to ask, hey, what do you do for a living? Uh, have you seen the new season of uh, 
uh, stupid Jersey Shore. Sh- oh. Jersey Shore. <laughs> so your poor parents have to sit there and pretend they give a shit about oh this person God. you're boning okay. right now. You know, the, the real question should just be: Should there should parties even exist? Since everyone's <laughs> such a piece of shit. <laughs> no, but it, your poor parents, you're gonna put them through that, so they're yeah. gonna have to sit there and it's like, well, next time Mikey Bolts comes over, he might be banging someone else. I'm gonna have to ask the same fucking Good question. Point. And by the way, what if your niece or nephew is at this party? Right, mm. they're like seven, eight years old. Yeah, super adorable. They come up and like. Uncle Mikey, yeah. can you please introduce us to your wife? And you're like, no, no. She's not my wife She's not yet. my wife. She's not my wife. No, just not she my wife. She It's yeah. like, well, who is she? She's a whore. She's a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not just bring we're, fucking prostitutes? We're not married, Everywhere so she's oh a slut. Your I mean, family humors you. Your family should be, okay, for, like, you, you have an uncle who has a bunch of planks of wood stapled to the tree in the backyard, and he always says he's going to work on the tree house, and you guys are like, he's not going to. But you tell him, oh, yeah, dude, one day you'll have time. But you humor him, and you just let him keep that pile of wood there. So what do you tell your niece and nephew, Dreadmere, if you're bringing this, like, really hot fucking tits out <laughs> chick that you're banging to, to your, fa- your your family home party, right? You're, you're <laughs> I'll tell her that she knows magic tricks or something. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Okay, so, okay Sally, can you show some magic tricks? Likes Frozen. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And she'll, she'll say, she, you don't want your nephews to know about the tricks she turns. Look, kids like, they, they want to learn about dating. They want to see their uncle have a date. They don't want to see their uncle be a no. fucking lonesome loser. They're too <laughs> young and they don't understand dating. What is dating? Dating's stupid. They're, you're going to explain that to kids and then they're going to be like, oh, wait, so wait. And, and, you, and you're going to just say, Oh, sorry. There's just some place I put my dick sometimes. Like, this is a oh person. That's I, not God. something you should ever tell any kids. <laughs> I don't know why you would think that's something they'd have to deal with. They have to think about it. Who are they going to ask? They're going to say, well, who did Uncle Dreadmere show up with? That was, that was, that was Uncle Dreadmere. <laughs> How is he supposed to any, ever meet the one, Maddox, if he won't take any girls anywhere? No, it's not any girls. If you know for a fact <laughs> this is a girl or a guy that you're dating who you have no future with. Why the fuck <laughs> is would that... you introduce them to your parents? Well, okay. There's there's a cultural thing too. Like mm. I dated I dated somebody who was not very uh, proud of bringing me around work, but eventually we got to the point where she wanted to bring me around her family, and and I got to go to her like family something events at a park. I don't know what it was, a birthday, mm-hmm. I think. And they had like Filipino food, and I got to see what that was like, and I got to hear them talk about me behind my back in Filipino language, mm-hmm. Tagalog. And then, and like... Tagalog. Is it Tagalog? Tagalog. Tagalog. Yeah, and so like, because they're all like, what the fuck, this guy's not... But still, I had a good time, and it was fun, like, because they didn't like me because I'm like super young, and like, like uh. she was older. But like, they, I had a good time. I, I thought it was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, it reminded me of my family. Like, like she, I, I like that she introduced me to that culture, and I, and I, I took something away from that, even if we never talk again. Okay. So I do the same thing with my Mexican traditions with our sombreros and our old English stickers <laughs> when I bring a girl over. Like, we don't poison the M&Ms. Yeah. We have all this great stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she gets to enjoy that for a week. Yeah. And then, you know. Let me make a Maddox-style argument in Drew's favor. Okay. If you bring a date to a holiday party, it could be a great way to break cultural barriers. Because what if you're of a different race? Now your family meets this date and realizes that everybody's a person. Such a great way to finally get over the racial tension in this country. Okay, what? I didn't it, say that's your opinion. It, well, it's a Maddox style argument. A, the stretches, the fucking mental gymnastics are there. Doesn't it fucking doesn't Maddox one oh one. Well, okay, let's play some role play. Let's do a Drew style argument, okay? Okay. Hey uh, hey Rucka, let me tell you about this party I went to. So there's a bunch of Filipino food and they talked behind my back. Anyway, 
That was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was the point of that? <laughs> my point was, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Yeah. They didn't like me, but I, like, because they're like, <laughs> they're why are you, why are you with this kid? But I was like, dude, like Filipino food is amazing. It's mm-hmm. mostly meat, and then yeah, a little right. bit of rice, it's and great. they have. It, it was just. I was like, holy shit, this is great. They're drinking all the time. I was like, dude. I'm having a good time. People like to like attribute moments and thoughts mm-hmm. of things to other people and their opinions of you. I don't yeah. do that. Like I'm, I'm, you know, good, good moments and good days don't happen every day. Yeah. You gotta be like, dude, fuck, fuck it, dude. Fuck your grandma who doesn't like me. Like this, yeah. this is some bomb pork, whatever tongue. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And uh Maddox style argument. Um, if they need to buy more food because you're there, doesn't that help the economy? No, why, <laughs> who the fuck are you talking about? What? Anyway, back to let's, let's <laughs> they, they need to buy more drinks and food because there's another guest, and that oh, creates boy. jobs. All right, well, we're getting into economic theory, guys. No, we don't want that. You know, you know what that means. It's time to wrap up this debate. If you want to vote on mm. MadcastMedia.com, put a debate. Go place. there, vote on it. We'll have the results next week. We're also going to talk about the results from last week in a moment. But first, Rucka, do you have a wrap up for us? Yeah. Look, the answer is usually don't do it because more harm than good can come of it but um, I'm a big fan of doing the wrong of doing something highly uncomfortable because it builds character it gets you out of your comfort zone and if there is a small chance of personal enrichment I say go for it so yeah I'll take someone who probably shouldn't be going anywhere with me I'll take them wherever I go only because it's uncomfortable. It's a Rucka wrap up. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's a ra- that's a wrap up. Thank you. You're Rucka. welcome. Yeah, go. words to live by. Yeah. Yeah, or you can be negative like Maddox. I'm and, not. By the way, you, you see the mentality of someone that doesn't bring a date to a holiday party? I do. The guy never leaves his house. Never leaves the, the internet. Yeah, follow it to his logical extreme. Actually, I don't want to go anywhere. Why do you, why does anyone have mm-hmm. friends? What why, are parties? Why yeah. don't you guys be, you guys are so inconsiderate of your friends' time and mental faculties and their resources. Yes. I, why put your friend? look, the number Finite of times. Finite resources. The number of times I've introduced a, a girl or a date to my friends where it didn't work out is you know getting up there and i don't want to put them through that every fucking time i don't want them to have to sit there and get to know someone new and then like start to introduce them into their friend circle it's a Mm -hmm. big deal i'd say i I wouldn't say i'm inconsiderate of my friends i'd say i'm confident in their ability to know their opinion of me and like look drew you know he's going through a thing right now this girl is not you know it's just not the 10 out of 10 whatever this girl's whatever like they're probably gonna be like yeah you know she comes through and if you do it a lot then they don't even notice anymore it's like the you know fifth girl that they brought to mini golf like who cares like yeah they get calloused and jaded (laughs) (laughs) you can tell a lot about a girl by her palms (laughs) mikey bolts um before we move on though guys i do want to mention that a longtime listener of the show calls in pretty frequently leaves us some voicemail and his voicemails usually start out with, Hey Maddox, it's me. Well, he sent us a care package. Oh, this is from a fan named Christian. Christian sent us a care package and uh, with a letter. It says, Hey Maddox, it's me. I figure since I start most of my voicemails that way, it should work for a letter. I got you guys some snacks from St. Louis. The Red Hot Ripplets are a local favorite that go to Maddox. And he sent us these spicy chips that you guys are eating right now. Red Hot oh. Ripplets. Hot barbecue flavored ridged potato chips. St. Louis style. And they are spicy, right? They're delicious chips. Then he said, I sent you some flaming Hot Cheetos for Rucka because he's black. <laughs> Here's some flaming Hots for you, True. Rucka. There you yeah. go. Wow. That's, I'm yeah. not even sure who that's uh, the most offensive towards. And then we have, <laughs> and then we have a Swedish Fish for Mikey. 
And nice. there you go, some Swedish fish, oh, Mikey. Oh, shit. Damn, that's a lot that's of cool. And finally, for our very special guest who's often quiet, but he sits on a stool. Just get it over with, Maddox. Skittles oh, for President course. Trump. Ah, shit. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> These were from last week, the ones that I have right now, so thank you. I needed new Skittles, Maddox. And then for Dreadmere, another bag of these spicy chips. He sent oh. us multiple days. Yeah, from old Vienna, Mexico. That's wow. Really great. <laughs> no, but uh, thank you, Christian. He says, hope you guys enjoy it. From a dude named Christian, but is an atheist. And then in parentheses, mm. he says, because life is ironic. Wow, thank sure you. Sure is. Yeah, it sure is. Christian atheist. Christian atheist. Like this guy. Anyway, thank you very much, Christian. Thank you. Uh, if you guys want to send any care packages, any gifts, anything like that, send me a message on Facebook or Twitter, and I can hook you up with that address. But, uh, yeah, we really appreciate those, and we will be enjoying those snacks, the guests, mm-hmm. future guests on the show at some point. Hell, yeah. Very, very nice. Very thoughtful. Anyway, we should get on to the voicemail. We got a bunch uh, this one is about the new format on this show. Let's see. Uh, let's see what this guy says. Listen to this. Maddox, this new format fucking sucks. <laughs> so, like, you have the debate. Oh, oh, that's too bad. Sounds yeah. like your phone call fucking sucks. Yeah, great format of that voicemail. Yeah, <laughs> why don't you learn how to use a phone, dipshit? <laughs> Yeah, fucking douchebag of the week right out of the gates. Yeah. What an asshole. But but for the record, most people really enjoy the new format. In fact, most people have said that it's easier to share the podcast. It's easier to listen to. They don't have to skip around. Mm -hmm. Because some people just are interested in the debate. They don't understand what the voicemail is or any of the jokes and references and things. But most people have really responded positively to this new format. Change is hard. But yeah. think about it. You listen to a podcast for the first time, and like 20 minutes in, they're listening to a bunch of voicemail. You think it's a podcast about voicemail. Right, right, right. And it is not. So that's why we changed the format of the show. And most people really like it, and that guy uh, sucks dick at uh, making voicemail. <laughs> uh, here's another voicemail uh, defending Rucka, actually. Yeah. Rucka, I think you'll like this. This, uh, this might be one of the Nuckas out there. Listen Hell yeah, Rucka's Nuckas. Hey, Maddox, you keep talking about if, if Rucka owned a house and then everybody around that house bought up all the property so that and if he owned a business at that place he wouldn't have to he would be able to get people in but here's the thing what if Rucka's business is completely online <laughs> yeah checkmate mm-hmm. uh, what if Rucka's business that's the whole point of the net neutrality debate yeah what is, if your business was completely online well you could you could <laughs> Buy the internet service provider, the local one, and then just cut off access to Rucka's business. End of story. How are you going to get online? Wait, what would you do? Just buy the internet service provider. Yeah. And then prevent you from having a website. Prevent you from having access. Come on, Maddox. Too much. Listen, if someone that badly wants to fuck me over, like life's like I, hopefully there's another internet provider i can it's like your whole mm. fucking basis for totalitarianism is like <laughs> when if a private company fucks you over as though that can never happen in the fucking magical unicorn land that is government-run command economy and by the way when you own property 
implicit in that ownership is that you're allowed to enter and leave it. So if somebody else gets property that prevents you from doing that, there is a case to be made that they cannot acquire something in a way that doesn't let you fucking enter and leave your own house. Oh. And and this fucking obsession with just creating these hypotheticals is just so fucking incoherent. The whole purpose of property rights is that it enables you to live on Earth. It enables you to provide for yourself. And yeah, you can come up with all these ridiculous scenarios where, huh, but what if property rights... Okay, what if I fa- I trip and fall, Maddox, and I fall onto your lawn? Oh, trespassing, get out your shotgun and, and empty a fucking round in my fucking skull because I just violated your property. No, that's not it. You're the purpose. You have to look at why is there property rights, and then we can get down to the legalities of it. But for you to come up with these stupid scenarios as a reason to just eliminate property altogether and just give the government a fucking blank check to just fucking recreate the whole fucking system from the ground up because well, how can you trust property? I'll fucking buy a fucking donut and fucking wrap the donut around your fucking throat, and then you can't fucking move. That's your fucking Maddox logic. Wrong. <laughs> oh, oops. Yeah. No, no. You hit that. Can't take it back. <laughs> oh, man. I got to play this one again. Oh, so many, so many straw men. Good. In there. We don't yeah. have time for yeah, that. We're we running sure out of time. We sure don't. We yeah. sure don't. Uh, here's another voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of time. This one's about uh, genetic engineering mm-hmm. and, and the potential negative outcome of it. Listen to this. Mm. You guys brought up an interesting point when you asked what if genetically modified people become too smart and want to wipe everyone else out? Well, like most questions in life, Star Trek already answered this one. Sit back, this is going to get real nerdy. In that universe, they tried genetic engineering. It resulted in superhumans like Khan, who decimated much of the Earth's population while fighting for power. Is that what you want? Bunch of Wrath of Khans running around? No genetic tampering. Yeah. What, could, because we talked about the possible outcome of genetic engineering being superhuman, right? You, can, you, you create a, a new race of humans who actually do have higher intelligence, higher physical capability, mm-hmm. higher effects, you know, yeah. they're able to dominate regular humans. They're able to be to run faster, uh, look better, think smarter. But you know what, Maddox? What? If they don't have the right philosophical ideas, mm-hmm. they're not more Gosh. they're not better than us. Yeah. They will fail. Because because uh, ethics is objective. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like you're describing robots. Right? Like, they can run faster, they can whatever. Basically. I mean, it's the same argument as artificial intelligence. Why create it? I think that uh, some of the some of the foremost academics and scholars today, especially in technology, are starting to ring the alarm bells about artificial intelligence. It is unpredictable. If we create artificial intelligence that is actually as intelligent as we think it is and could be, it could very much be a Matrix scenario. Oh, sorry. Sorry to trigger Rucka because he doesn't like the fucking Matrix. Oh, yeah. A Matrix scenario. What does that mean? What are you getting at? The Matrix, Mm -hmm. the backstory that they kind of just alluded to in the first first movie Mm -hmm. was that when artificial intelligence was created, it very rapidly and exponentially increased in its power and capacity and output. So the artificial intelligence that was created on day one was five times more powerful on day five and 50 times more powerful on day 10, et cetera. Yeah, and then it's a it becomes, yeah, it Sing- becomes an uncontrollable, uh, an out of control process that just like, that just runs on its own, a chaotic system essentially. Mm. It has never happened before. I don't well, know why, yeah. why people waste, but I, my point is, is like, why you? Why even think about that? 
Why <laughs> think about and problems anyway, that we not, will We're not talking encounter. about, like, you're, you're worried about this artificially intelligent robot that's smart enough to kill us all but doesn't have a conscience to, to give a shit. But that's not, we're talking about uh, genetically engineered people. Yeah, People. same thing. Same thing could happen to them. I mean, do you know? Are you familiar with Isaac Asimov's Four Rules of Robotics? Do you do, are you guys familiar with that? Dred, Dredmere, you're, you're saying yes. Okay, <laughs> for the listeners who don't know, his Four Rules of Robotics are essentially, um, you know, robots must always obey humans. Right? Robots cannot hurt, harm any humans. Uh, robot cannot harm. I think other robots. Mm-hmm. And rule number four is a robot should always protect humans. Right? So just at a glance. You look at those four rules and you say, well, that sounds good. That sounds like a good set of rules. Mm -hmm. Robots can never harm humans and robots should always protect humans. However, where that caused a problem in, you know, like the the book and the movie iRobot is that robots, the artificial intelligence interpreted rule number four that you should always defend humans as looking at the collective of humanity and seeing what they are doing to themselves and then making the judgment and prediction that humanity is going to destroy itself on its current course. So in order to protect humanity, the robots, using intelligence and logic, decided the best thing for them is to entrap them and enslave them like like animals in a zoo to prevent them from destroying themselves. That shit for brains movie, like most movies out there, are just trying to perpetuate like the fucking the day after net or whatever the, the the day after tomorrow or fucking the day the earth stood still. All these stupid fucking movies. These were not created by smart people. These were not thoughtful people. Yeah, hit hit your little buttons. There you go. There's that one. There were there's that one. I didn't even straw man yet. There's a boo I didn't for even you. Straw man. These are not who who are these people that you think create these movies? Fucking smart uh, people. Yeah. They're fucking, fucking assholes that sit at the fucking coffee shop. Yeah. And Isaac Asimov was the an guys, asshole. The type of guys a that, real dumb that, that won't take girls to their fucking holiday party. They just sit around and assume the worst about people. So yeah, they're trying to push this fucking vision that oh, mankind, mankind's going to destroy himself if we don't lock him up. Yeah, but I, what can I do about this? I'm going to create a shitty movie and sell a bunch of tickets to a bunch of people that can't wait to buy popcorn and go sit on a Friday night watching a shitty movie with special effects oh. describing how mankind is going to destroy himself. What am I gonna do it's fucking stupid if robots ever do gain consciousness they'll probably look right at you maddox and explain to you how incoherent you are and how locking people up in cages prevents them from doing anything that they need to do to live yeah oh great way to tack on a tiny bit of addressing to the philosophy at the tail end of that giant fucking straw man argument you just made the thing is rucka yeah you're not considering the philosophy that was a giant ad hominem attack against isaac asimov who is an accredited uh, an, a, a lauded accredited a, allotted he's, he's lauded he's accredited lauded. yes he's lauded. this guy it's how ironic how much you hate trump when you use all his arguments every day that's not a trumpian argument this is true Donald people Trump's have said this that. this Don, is Donald, say, can you say this is true people have okay. said this no it's not true it's not true no, what's sir. not true Donald? I have a crystal ball and i know everything i know all the answers and that's never been in my ball what yeah. about this is true. People have said this. That's I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Oh, but he was lauded. He is. He, he is, is accredited. Unaccredited. He's what does that mean? Hold on. Let's unpack that for one second. Yes. Oh, he's accredited. What does that mean? That means some other asshole academics pointed at him and say, I approve. It's no different than some dumbass writing a shitty movie. And here you got dumbasses writing a he's shitty. He's an fuck- award winning, best selling author. Oh, my God. People did just God himself come down to earth and Listen, give him shit the award. Head. Another Listen, fucking fuck. academic asshole. pain in the dick Listen. gave him an award that he <laughs> didn't deserve. 
the dick. Anyone can give anyone an award. I can give you matter. an award right you now. Don't have you can one, give him an you award right now. You don't have it. You don't fucking have an award because you haven't said any fucking philosophy that anyone agrees with. Not one fucking person. <laughs> that's the, how you know it's true if everyone agrees with you. Attack. Oh, oh well, yeah. Sorry, Dreamer. By the way, how many awards did Galileo get? It doesn't fucking matter, shithead. It does matter. He got none because he told the truth and people didn't want to fucking hear it. Okay. If, if, if Galileo wanted to be popular, he could have said some stupid religious shit that everyone would have agreed with at the time. Just like today, it's fucking fashionable and it's trendy to talk about how mankind is going to destroy himself if we don't lock him up. And the robots know that, bruh. <laughs> Right, another fucking straw man. It's Again, your answer to everything. Entire, it's the straw man music. Fucking, Are you paying you, Wizard of Oz for this shit? It's is Harry Weinstein getting pay, paying oh you to God. promote the Wizard of Oz? You know what we need? Other than... Trigger. Because that's very appropriate for Rucker <laughs> yeah. right now. What we need... Is an ad hominem attack sound effect because you've made so many of them and that you did not address his one point, fucking his point thing. Was that he's, you're saying that he's accredited and that he's awarded and all this kind of stuff, so that makes his point relevant, but mm -hmm. it still isn't because no, it's just I'm another saying, person saying that he's so like, address his fucking argument instead of making the ad what hominem argument? attacks. What his argument? What argument? Okay, people is, aren't going to kill themselves. You no, don't no, have no. to be that pessimistic the, to the think argument, so. No, the argument is right. We're talking about artificial intelligence and we're talking about humans. Right. Who who might perceive themselves, who might be genetically superior to okay. regular organic humans, right? Genetically modified humans, if they have this type of higher capacity, higher capacity for strength, higher capacity for thinking, what's to stop them from looking at us like artificial intelligence might and say, humanity is going to destroy itself unless we intervene and protect them by enslaving them? If they do have a higher capacity for intelligence, then they can tell you why Isaac Asimov was full of shit. Well, let me tell you why you're full of shit, buddy, because yeah. this is happening right now today. What's happening? Humans are looking at species that we consider less than, like pandas mm -hmm. and white rhinos, which I guess are extinct now, but rhinoceros and pandas mm -hmm. and, and extinct animals. And we say, you know what? These animals are extinct. We can't trust that they'll survive in the wild, so we need to take them and protect them from themselves. <laughs> and we put them in enclosures, don't we? Because animals... It's not that much of a far-fetched idea, huh, Animals do not reason. Oh, and that's exactly the, the same arguments the superior humans but and artificial superior, intelligence are going to make. The superior shit, people that are smart enough to look at us and say, human beings are capable of reason. But what if they Hold up, what if we're let, not? Me, let me finish. They will look at us and say, people are capable of reason and in fact should be reasoning. But unfortunately, as is exemplified every day by one Maddox, they choose not to. Okay? That is not the same as a fucking panda, which has no fucking choice. All a panda does is what his instincts drive him to do. I know you'd like to see people as just driven by instinct. We're just uh, following the course of history like fucking automatons. But that's simply not the case. Look at you and me. We're fucking the same species and we're radically different. I'm very correct and you're always wrong. <laughs> what an ass. Yeah, because, because uh, showing signs of reasoning and learning has prevented humans from you know putting these animals in enclosures, right? What? Because we, we... Look... We have animals in enclosures today yeah. that can that have shown signs shown of signs. higher of higher reasoning, higher yeah. thinking, Good. learning. Uh, crows are in incredibly intelligent animals, you know, com not compared to humans, right? But they're intelligent animals. Uh, monkeys have shown the ability to reason and Early every signs fucking of it. Every, Good. every fucking dog. Okay, but Maddox, but, but they, they, they'll make the exact same arguments. Uh, you know what? Fucking enslave Rucka. I uh, fuck it. Okay. Go ahead, do your oh genetic engineering. Please I don't give a get shit. me out of here, Good. robots. Okay, wait, people, what about whoever you are, get me, get me off of Earth in your iRobot movie. 
he, Will Smith has a conversation with a robot, and he says, robots can't paint a picture. Robots can't make a symphony. Yes, uh, they can, but they can. We've already proven that they can. Well, I mean, he was yeah. asking the robot if he could, and then he asked Will Smith if he could. And he was like, oh, I guess I can't. But the point mm-hmm. is, is that he can learn to. You can't teach a gorilla to make a song or make art. Yeah, right? you could. You, you can teach a gorilla to play the song? I mean, what if you could? Wait, how long have I been? Yeah. You're still just well, teaching look, him to follow a process. But if, if robots are so smart, and in that dumbass movie, the robots <laughs> just presume a utilitarian morality where just the more the more good for the most people is just the, the quick calculation they make that's not necessarily correct it's just what they were programmed to do in that horrible movie well look the frustrated bloviating you just did for about 30 minutes yeah um instead of that felt like 30 hours yeah <laughs> absolutely instead yeah. of that mm-hmm. you could have actually said the real argument again yes. that would have well, deflated this whole fallacy ahead. right List, uh, listening this, this, so the the pro the um this alleged problem with these four rules has already been addressed <laughs> yeah and the the way you address it is to simply add an addendum and say anything that you do cannot violate any of the first three rules so you can there protect you humans you can protect humans yeah as long as it doesn't violate the first three rules there and that you go. solves the entire problem All right you problem to, solved yeah too Fine. bad too bad it took me to say it yes. not so, you are a yeah, fucking, the intellectual powerhouse you are the fucking me. intellectual of our time yeah you know the way you go against the grain the way you fucking are brave enough to stand up to isaac asimov himself <laughs> the way you're able yeah, some to, dumbass the way you're able to challenge brilliant masterpieces of intelligence like i robot starring will smith <laughs> yeah just uh, yeah you're just so you're just There's such a, a fucking powerhouse House. You're so, so, so brave. All right. Well, yes. Yeah. Oh, here's it, it's a book. You hear that? Anything published in a book is automatically right. Absolutely. I mean, I look didn't at say that. Look at fuck whales. There's no <laughs> lies in there whatsoever. Okay, asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Maddox doesn't even fuck any whales. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, here's another voicemail. Yeah. So glad we got that voicemail. Here's another one. Maddox, I just listened to your episode debating the ethics of modifying human genetics. And you had a question to determine people's political leanings on whether or not they would eat soup that was stirred by a, he- by a used but sterilized fly swatter. Now, you left out important information on whether or not the soup was in a bread bowl. True. I think you should ask your audience if they would eat that fly swatter soup out of a bread bowl and you would get a very telling and revealing answer on your audience's political leaning. Yeah, I think, Rucka, last time you said you would eat soup that was yeah. stirred with a fly swatter. How about you, uh, Dreadmere? If you had soup served to you that you knew was stirred with a fly swatter that had been used but sterilized, would you use it? Would you eat it? I mean, if it's been sterilized, I mean, yeah, why not? And Mike, you said no, right? Yeah, I skipped lunch. You skipped lunch. <laughs> wow. But what if it's in a bread bowl? Definitely. Oh, I'm yeah, a fan I of bread bowls. You would eat it in a bread bowl. Yeah, bread bowls. Over. People like bread bowls, Rucka. And it's not increasing the price by 300% like you falsely, <laughs> falsely claimed on the on a previous episode. All I ever said, Maddox, is that you should be against it because you're a negative person. I'm I celebrate. Positive. I celebrate the abundance and the prosperity of a culture that's able to produce something as dumb as a bread bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of uh, of dumb, here's a guy yeah, who's is. calling in to make a correction because I think mm-hmm. you also said something about the Soviet Union. Uh-oh. I think last episode. Listen to this. So this message is for Rucka. Uh, Rucka made a comment about how oh, there's so many successful games in the Soviet Union, right? Uh, well, it turns out uh, one of the most successful games in terms of sales was 
uh, Tetris, which was actually developed in the Soviet Union. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. What a success story. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. A, only the most successful game of all time. <laughs> oh, my God. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Only number one. You sent one dog into space and you came up with the most boring game on Earth. <laughs> oh, great. They, they yeah. beat us to space and they came up with the best oh selling game this of all time. This guy's just a full-fledged communist at this yeah. point. Yeah, well, that's why I have Trump on the show every episode. Yeah. That's right, Maddox. Yeah. Try, try, and Trump, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but is there any truth to this collusion with Russia during the election or anything like that? Look, Maddox, I come here to get my mind off things. All right, this is yeah. like my fourth Mar-a-Lago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so for you to ask me these questions, I just, I can't okay. do it right I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, Donald. All right. But well, we got- Russia's cool and I really want to get to know Oh, him. okay. All right. Well, that sounds kind of telling to me. What? He's a positive person, unlike yeah. some people. Yeah, I'm very positive. He's going to invite Russia to his next holiday party. Yeah. You don't know that, Dreadmere, okay? <laughs> yeah. You don't, yeah, you don't. And if he did, Russia might show up and shit all over everything and steal your junk. They might have a good time. Yeah, great. Know. Yeah, here's another caller. Listen to this guy. What up, Maddox? It's Rucka. Uh, hey, listen, I was just listening back to the episode, and I heard you saying that your genetics... Your genes determine your opinions and determine your political views, and I just wanted to let you know that the alt-right agrees with you completely. Okay, bye. Yeah. No, we already had a douchebag of the week. Douchebag of the week, rock, rock, Ollie. We already had one. We've had multiples, and you're definitely douchebag of the week. All right. Yeah. Yeah, the alt-right, okay. Yeah. So what? what's the argument here? That the alt-right makes the same case that there is genetic superiority is that is that what it is like with uh with thinking not even soup before you even get to superior superior or inferior it's that the idea that you're shaped by your genes not only that all of your characteristics and traits but that your consciousness is not even there it's just your everything you do is driven by genes your opinions your interests like that's what they're all about and yeah. that's what you spent mm. an hour and a half pushing last week let me ask you this Rucka. yeah you seem to think that the mind is ephemeral you seem to uh, think that, that the mind is not a physical construct. Do you think that the mind is a physical construct or not? I don't know exactly how to answer that. Let me ask you this, Dreadmere. Maybe maybe you can answer. Do you think that the mind is a physical construct? Do you think that your mind is made up of actual physical things that are inside your head and the way that your mind is created, the way that the that it fires off neurons, the the mental pathways that you have, do you think that's a physical construct? I mean, I... I can't say that it's not. I mean, it literally is, but I don't think that that has anything to do with like my decisions or anything like that. Why not? Because if I, because this, basically everybody wants to, all right and all that, they're all saying everything is out of your hands. Everything is out of your hands as far as your, your race, as far as your, your, tri your tribe, whatever, your tribalism, your collective, where you live and all that kind of stuff. You're all saying it's attributed to everything else. It's not my fault. I don't really subscribe to the idea that your church's responsibility from from you. Because then, if that's the case, then why blame anyone for anything? Why reward anyone for anything? Why reward Isaac Asimov for doing whatever the fuck he did that you were talking about? If it's because he was Asian or whatever, and that his mind was a physical Asian construct, and he just happened to be in those electric neurons went in that way, and he just happened to be the guy who make make robot rules. Thank you for that argument. That's a brilliant argument that I made in my book. Oh, Say, nice. is, there's a chapter called "Fuck Being Proud of Who You Are." Exactly, because he, you didn't have. He's saying you didn't build that. You he's didn't build that. He's he's a complete SJW oh. slash alt right. Who no. they, they both it's say about race. They both. It's about nationalism. It's about where you where you were born. You didn't earn your nationality. Right. You didn't choose right. your nationality but, unless you moved someplace that you weren't born in right. and made a conscious decision to be part of that nation. Correct. correct. 
But what you did choose is what you actually chose. But oh, hold on. We're, we're Let's go back to okay. this argument here because this is a really important one and mm-hmm. it's very subtle. But the mind is a physical construct. There are atoms inside your head and electrons. And the way they interact with each other, they fire off neurons and those neurons produce thought. We don't know the full mechanism with which that works, but they produce thought. And when your mind gets damaged, physically damaged, there are certain areas of your mind and your thinking and your cognitive ability that get damaged. Your ability to reason, for example. And it's there are people who are born with missing pieces in their brain or fewer neurons due to severe alcohol use or drug use. Uh, it does diminish over time. If you use marijuana as a teen or preteen, uh, heavily, it can diminish the way, the rate at which your neurons fire and that sort of thing. So it can affect your thought. Well, similarly, you can simply be born with genes that produce a mind that is less capable of reasoning than others or more may have proclivities towards sociopathy or psychopathy. And that's actually been proven in some studies. They've, shown, they've looked at uh, the genetic history of sociopaths and they found oh, well, it's not just this one guy. His dad also was a sociopath, and his grandpa was also a sociopath. And then there's, you know, it's starting to, to open up this, uh, this new world where potentially we're, you know, we're looking at how much genetics play into our thinking and whether or not we're conservative or liberal or whether we, not, we have certain proclivities based on our genes. Now, I know that that could be a scary path to go down, because then you could actually make the case that there may be some difference to the way that we think based on the way that people look, based on where people are born, etc. But this, is some, this isn't something we should just brush under the rug. Our minds are made up of atoms, and there is, there is a branch, there is a school of thought in, in science that says if you take a snapshot of Rucka today, in this exact moment, and you measure the position of every single atom and electron in his body, you could potentially recreate Rucka with that exact same formula, as long as those atoms are in the exact same place, with the uh, in the exact same position, with the same exact, you know, everything. You could duplicate that person, right? Yes. But that duplicate, if he is a perfect duplicate, he's conscious. And he may m- decide one thing based on certain thoughts and conclusions he comes to. And the original version of me may disagree and go somewhere else based on different information or different thought process or different preferences. But you're not addressing the mechanism with which you think. I understand that the mind is a physical thing. I'm not religious. I'm not telling you God gave you a spark of consciousness and that, you know, it's a mystical thing. I understand the brain is a physical thing. I understand brain damage is a thing. I understand some people are more capable of being rational than others. I'm a little bit apprehensive about that. Some people are just incapable of it because of damage to their brain but i think virtually everyone like pretty much all non non mentally retarded human beings are capable of being rational and in fact i'll even add the ones with low iq who decide to embrace reason can reach mars before the high iq race of people Rucka, you who are the- who who chose to embrace uh mysticism you for think instance. you think it's just a choice you think it's a choice to be rational it is. You really, you, but you it don't is. have any evidence for that. You have no evidence yes, I to do. the contrary. Yes, I do have evidence I to the contrary. This, and I'll tell you what the evidence is. Why do you get so angry about the idea of me saying you have a choice? Because you don't have any evidence for that. And I have evidence to the contrary. You're, you're ultimately arguing against free will. And, and 
So you can you can make the point like, okay, I'm raising my arm right now. Everything that makes me do that, that's electrical and it's, it's all these things going on that are all physical things that we can measure and recreate. The problem is me choosing to do do things or me choosing where to put my arm or, or how to use it to get it, to make it stronger, to cut it off or all those kinds of things have to be up to me. Otherwise, there's no, otherwise there's no responsibility. There's no accountability. There's no point in doing anything if it's all just electrical connections and everything just going on that's out of my hands i have opinions and i have thoughts and i have uh, emotions that are that that can't be recreated day to day and they can't be recreated by 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 water and by electricity and everything else that makes me what i am well i don't I, first of all i'm not arguing against free will i do believe that free will exists um not always in every instance but i what i'm arguing is that your thoughts and opinions may be influenced by your genetics and then the, uh, rucka back to the point though that i do have evidence of the contrary right that that uh, being rational is a thought being logical is thought making decisions is just you know just comes naturally right it doesn't thinking is doesn't come naturally because they have found that when and it's very rare but they found that sometimes children become abandoned and it's uh, they, for whatever reason, get adopted by packs of dogs or wolves or animals and that sort of thing. And, it, and it's not just a myth. They've actually found children who have been raised in the wild. And when they have these people, these children who've been raised in the wild, uh, I think there was a, there was a an example, I think, in Romania or Russia or something like that, where they found this this girl who was out running in the forest with some animals and they they caught her and brought her back. They found that she wasn't able to speak, no matter how much they tried to teach her, no matter how much they tried to communicate. Um, this, no, this was in India. Uh, most recently, there was like a 12-year-old girl or something they found out in the forest, and she was just running around naked. And they, they thought, well, this is, this is really unusual. This is strange. And they couldn't teach her. They couldn't teach her how to communicate. They couldn't teach her how to think. They couldn't teach her how to talk. The most she could possibly communicate was if she wanted food, she would just kind of gesture towards her mouth, and that was about it. So, so, so taking for granted, because, because at a young age, if you don't create and strengthen these neural pathways of language and thought, and you're not taught how to think, like people take I, for granted. I agree with everything you're saying. It's amazing that you're bringing up an example of a girl who was not taught how to think and not taught how to form concepts and not taught how to be rational. It's like, yeah, you just drop someone off in the in the forest. It's a long shot that they'll come up with, you know, thousands of years of logic of of logical developments that taught us how to communicate the way we do. Yeah, she's she's basically she she missed out on on education that would have taught her how to do these things. It does one generation does pass these skills on to the next, but I do believe that all people born with a functioning more or less functioning brain are capable of learning she how was, to be rational. She was then why didn't she become a capable rational it human being? It sounds like by the time she was found, it was very hard to teach her these things that most people learn when they're, you know, toddlers and early. They don't learn. They're taught. And that's an important distinction. So they learn when they're taught. No, no, but but it goes back to like just just put your mind in the in the mindset of someone who is less educated in the Midwest somewhere, or you know, I don't want to stereotype, but let's just say anywhere in the world, you have an uneducated, uneducated parents who think because of their upbringing and because of their pride, they know what's best for their child or their children, and they raise them in a way such that they don't have critical thinking skills, that they aren't taught to think for themselves and come up with their own opinions and and that sort of thing. So. In a very real sense, 
that those children have more in common with the girl in the forest than they do with you know so so called alleged rational thinking people. Yeah. And by the way, we kind of assume we are, but we don't know any better okay. because we can't measure ourselves. Hold on, before we get to us. The, the 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 hillbilly they are one step closer to a, a chimpanzee essentially they are one step closer to the wild jungle they are one step clo- to one step away from being perfectly rational i'm with you on that and but that person's parents they they could have been more rational if if a mixture of them being taught it and them choosing to learn it and them exercising their rational faculty the fact that some cultures are less rational than others doesn't prove that we're all just predetermined well you can't I don't even know how you would even begin to measure qualitatively the rationality of one culture versus another because you could make an argument rationality first of all again is not is not objective it's subjective really yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah well I mean the, the okay let me let me rephrase that because that the didn't language make sense. barrier alone is yeah it, it, it makes us not able to communicate on the same platform yeah but rationality means adherence to objective reality that's that's why a scientist is who 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 conducts experiments he is being rational he is putting things in their proper context and he is not letting his culture and his emotions dictate what's happening right. he, he wow. needs to he needs to be rational that's what rationality is if another culture somewhere has a different idea of what rationality is that makes no that doesn't alter reality no no but you're you're kind of gl- glossing over the fact that uh, even in the in the realm of science and rationality that People can interpret things a different way. If you, if that weren't the case, then science would be uh, unquestionable because the overwhelming majority of scientists have come to a consensus about global climate change. And yet, we have a very contentious debate, not just in this country, but many countries, because politics starts to get involved and different scientists very sincerely debate the merits of climate change science so it's not like we can just say oh just be rational well these scientists who who have found evidence for global climate change are being rational and the scientists who are arguing against it are also trying well, to be the, rational the, 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 so who's the, right because the, the cultures that there is a distinction on are irrational so there's as in like we are very sympathetic towards the the animals or whatever that we're trying to protect therefore we are maybe glossing over certain uh, evidence and things that might prove that this is happening our culture, for example, is pretty irrational, but there have been cultures that that were quote unquote rational, like ancient Greece, which was very philosophical, and they 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 held like held philosophical debates and all that kind of stuff. Like, I think that is more in line with 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 thinking about yeah, objective reality, saying that this is what it is. This is it can only be this, and my emotions and my sympathy towards everything around it or myself are not going to affect that. Like, right? Is that rash? That's that's rational, right? Like. Well, it's, it's still happening whether I like it or not. It's, yeah, reality is what it is. Um and the the field of science can be corrupted. The 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 culture of scientists, they they can be influenced by politics. They can be influenced by the uh grants they're getting from the government, government which really wants them to say that climate change is real, man-made and, and bringing mass catastrophe our way. Also, yeah. they can be influenced by other departments of the university that tell them what you're saying, which is that rationality can't fully be trusted and that truth is determined by consensus and all these things that your genetics determine what you're going to see and think. So it's like there's there's so much that can go into corrupting science, but reality itself is not corruptible. Reality is what it is. No, it's no. You, you act like there is some objective reality that is distinct from observation. 
That's exactly right. Primacy of existence. You're saying primacy of consciousness. You think that your mind creates what's happening around you. I'm saying what's happening around you exists, whether you're conscious of it or not. Well, how do you know? Yeah, that's Kant. Kant says says everything that is around you, your mind is telling you what's going on. And and it's Mm -hmm. like you're receiving everything. What is that? Is that noumenal? Right. The new, uh, well, no. The yeah. numinal world is it, it's like Plato's world of forms. It's out there. We don't know oh, anything okay. about it. But, yeah, but yeah, Kant, they, yeah, he yeah, said, Kant said that. Mm-hmm. And so what? But what? In actuality, like Aristotle says, everything is is what it is, and that's all. Like there's, it can only be that. Whether or not you, your opinions and everything about that are irrelevant because this is this table is wood, whether I like it or not. You know what I mean? So I'm not, I'm not thinking that it's what, you're, it's, uh, what uh, it is. Yeah, but Dreadmere, what you're what you're taking for granted is your ability to observe. Your ability to retrieve data from the outside world. You're just taking it for granted. You're taking it for granted that the tools that you use are accurate and reliable and exist. You're taking everything for granted. How are we doing this podcast if our tools aren't reliable and uh, they don't exist? You can make a case that that uh, every everything in reality is only accurate to a certain degree. So earlier when I said you could recreate a Rucka Rucka Ali by taking a snapshot of his atoms in his in his <laughs> Can't body, wait to see that, <laughs> and and uh, and you know measure where the posi- the exact position of the electrons and mm-hmm. recreate them someplace else. Well, there's also uh, you know this is the debate. This is like science, but it's also there's a there's a debate going on mm-hmm. in the scientific fields. Some people would say that due to the Heisenberg uncertainty principle where you cannot simultaneously know the exact position and the exact speed at which a particle is moving, that you cannot recreate skepticism. the, the rucka rucka. No, right. it's not skepticism. It's, it's, saying it's you literally can't a truly physical, know. It's literally a physical limitation of our okay. universe. As far as what we can identify, as far as accurate as we can get, there is a lot we can learn from what we can identify. And I just want to say to everyone who agrees with Maddox, all the intellectuals on Reddit, all the neckbeards with the fedoras who, you know, they figured out you guys act like you're all about science. You guys act like you're the hero champions of knowledge and that religion is is wrong. I agree that religion is mystical and wrong, but you guys are the ones that are anti-science. You guys are the ones that are acting like you've you've like your mental gymnastics disprove reality. Reality <laughs> is what it is. It is objective and we can know it and we can command it. Yeah, the but guy we, the But guy, first we must obey it. The guy the guy who's who's criticizing us for not knowing science. The same guy who who uh, a few weeks ago was was kind of confused on how the body can determine whether how to send poop to your butt and pee to your, yeah. <laughs> to your penis. That guy is criticizing us for not knowing At science. Least I was asking the tough question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's get to some news. Mikey. Yeah. This is a news that we're, we're having a Mikey Bolts do the news. The, news the Mikey News Bolts. Should we call it that? Yeah, it's so catchy. It's <laughs> Mikey, what do you got for us? Eminem launches pop-up restaurant named after a food he vomited. Slim right? Shady? Slim Shady. Right this instant, Detroiters could be visiting what is surely the only pop-up restaurant that is an ode to a food someone threw up. Eminem, in a poorly named attempt to promote his new album, is hosting a mom's spaghetti pop-up restaurant at a music venue called The Shelter. The very venue where said vomiting would have occurred. Is that where it came from? The the line is uh, in, w- yeah. in his famous song, Mom like Spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because wow. he threw up spaghetti one time. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the co-owner of the, the restaurant said, it's not the kind of pasta you'd expect if your grandma came from Italy on a boat. It's more like 
the spaghetti you know if your mom came to Michigan on a bus. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Eminem made a shitty spaghetti restaurant based on based on wow. this line in his song. Go ahead, make fun of Detroit while we're on our, our dying breath. Yeah, well. I yeah. just thought that was funny. It's not the kind of spaghetti that your mom would make if she came on a door from Puerto Rico. Like, <laughs> I don't know, that just sounds bad. Someone yeah. did a long time ago on YouTube make a version of that song mm-hmm. called, the, I think, just oh, the mom yeah. spaghetti, the mom spaghetti cut, where yeah. almost every other line was that mom yeah. spaghetti. And then awesome. <laughs> made a YouTube video for it where it's just a bunch of clips of like Olive Garden commercials where they're just like scooping up spaghetti and putting it on the plate. Mm-hmm. It was very delightful. So yeah, the memes have taken over now. We've yeah. got a actual real life restaurants based on memes. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, I wish that was where it ended. Anyway, uh good good story. What else you got, Mikey? White women thank themselves for thanking black women today. Wait, what? In the hours following the victory of Democrat Doug Jones in the recent Alabama special election, liberal white women Across the nation have come out in droves thanking black women for swinging the vote and subsequently thanking themselves for thanking black women. In quote, it's really important that we white women take time to thank black women for overwhelmingly doing the right thing in this election, said Cindy Mullaney of Oklahoma. And once we do, we should thank ourselves for overwhelmingly doing the right thing by thanking those black women. Mm-hmm. We deserve it. Well, it's like when Maddox thanked himself for... Uh, for discouraging remarks about Mexicans at his party. <laughs> I didn't thank myself. I just dumped the bitch. But here's the thing. That is so condescending. I cannot believe that's an actual headline. Well, that's... That's incredibly condescending. You know what? You know what I tweeted this week? Hmm. You don't what? have it? You don't it's, have it memorized? I don't know. I've seen some of you your tweets. You need to know these things. I saw that uh, you retweet Ruben, which we'll get to in a minute, but what, uh, what did you retweet this week? Today's BuzzFeed article will be deemed problematic by tomorrow's BuzzFeed article. Oh, that's true. It already is. That was actually one of the criticisms I had about BuzzFeed. Not that specifically, but I made this video a long time ago called I Hate BuzzFeed. And I talked about how the entire fucking network doesn't have an editorial point of view. So they'll come out with an article today that says, oh, man, these are the best uh, grocery stores of all time. And then they'll come out with an article tomorrow and say something that exactly contradicts what they published the day before. What? Your incoherence knows no bounds. I truly, I think um, we should have National Geographic come and document your level of out of touchness. Okay. Oh, yeah. BuzzFeed, when you made that video, was ex- exactly what I'm saying. They were a different, like, BuzzFeed back then, they were just aggregating crap. And that's what you said in your video. All they do is take other people's lists or whatever. They just take other stuff and they cite themselves right back then they were a news aggregate or a a list website you know top 10 things that you know mexican guys tell their moms you know are you with me so far well they had just started to do journalism Uh, they were hiring journalists around that time which i didn't really address in the video video, right so thanks for finding something to argue about when i'm just stating something very non-controversial go on so back then yes the buzzfeed you were talking about was a list it was a list of this, list of that. They they had me on one of their list. One of my one of my Obama videos. It was like top ten thrift shop parodies. Right. All right. Then BuzzFeed became the website of nailing Macklemore to a cross of saying, oh, this white guy thinks he's allowed uh, allowed to rap, but but you're white. 
And then it became, oh, these white guys think they can judge Macklemore for being a white guy that raps. They're being, they're, they're culturally appropriating the black uh, taking offense to something. And then another BuzzFeed generation came in a month later and said, oh, these white guys think it's okay to get mad at those white guys for getting mad at those guys that are appropriating black culture and everything. The intersectionality became a fucking circus of David Copperfield proportions. Is that what he does? He's into like circuses and shit? <laughs> Not the point right now. But the BuzzFeed you were talking about in 2011 or whenever you made that video or 2013 is not the same BuzzFeed that BuzzFeed became. So what you were complaining about back then was BuzzFeed just making a list of stupid bullshit, stealing a bunch of other people's lists. And then what BuzzFeed now became is a virtue signaling, moral grandstanding uh, entity of just constantly finding a witch to hunt, finding a sacrificial goat to burn at the altar. And that includes probably lists that BuzzFeed has, like, they can probably pull up their old articles and, and uh, fucking crucify their old staff or their current staff for their old articles because BuzzFeed today, and that's why I said today's BuzzFeed article will be deemed problematic by tomorrow's BuzzFeed article. Well, they have gotten more towards that end of the spectrum where they are you know becoming virtue signaling SJWE you know they're they're you know they have gone there but my video wasn't just one criticism of BuzzFeed's aggregation it was the criticism of their aggregation the criticism of their uh, content theft they weren't giving credit to any of the creators and they were just taking the content and also that they didn't have an editorial point of view i mean you you can look at the the uh, voting demographic of women or the, the entire collective that voted against Roy Moore and you can single out any one group that voted for your party that that won and then say, oh, we thanked them. Thank us for thanking them. It's collectively all the votes added up to get more unelected, right? And then they're just choosing the black people because they want to be seen as like, oh, hey, we're we're throwing a bone to, to, uh, yeah, to black Yeah, except last year it would have been perfectly fashionable to publish an article thanking black women for voting a certain way i would hope not like something maddox would say anyway next story not fucking don't do these fucking yeah. drive-by ding, i heard that was ding. not an important that was not an intentional ding. <laughs> strike what it else, from the record yeah strike that ding right. from the record <laughs> what else you got mikey jeremy curley he is a wide receiver for the new york jets he failed a drug test mm. and blamed it on a ghost <laughs> he blamed his drug test on true, a ghost? True story. Hey, you man, who knows, bro? You can't <laughs> trust objective, rational faculties. Who knows if there are ghosts or not, bro? I'm, this is science talking, not me. Did you know Isaac That's Asimov, not bro, shit, you know Isaac Asimov won many fuck. awards? Yeah, you dumb shit. You were making the case that he was like a fucking hipster douchebag and like just like sitting in a round with coffee shop. I was saying your appeal to authority doesn't work. It to, wasn't an appeal to a point. Your ad hominem attack is just as uh, bad as my ad hominem support. Listen, it's the I'm, same fucking thing. I'm, I'm revered by <laughs> Asimov's academic achievements, but that doesn't mean he was right all the time no but it, that was directly addressing your criticism of him being like some hipster sitting around in a coffee shop he wasn't a fucking hipster sitting around in a coffee shop he's a respected fucking science fiction author who has who has moved forward the philosophy of artificial intelligence wow you, you move forward what, jack a, what shit. a wonderful <laughs> legacy the art yeah. the philosophy of artificial intelligence you've only moved forward the uh, the uh, little uh time indicator on this youtube video of people watching right now <laughs> because of your bloviating yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> I, i'm trying to bloviate us into the next fucking uh, si uh series of youtube ads great well speaking yeah. of and uh, mikey any other stories 
One last thing. Yeah. He said, there's a lot of ghosts around here. <laughs> ghosts put it in there. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the, the ghost of Christmas past. I don't know. You know what? We laugh, but there's a, this has actually come up in a court case. <laughs> of course, on, there's a but. Yeah. No, no. It, there, mm-hmm. the, there's a court case. I think so. The people, you know, the movie, the Amityville Horror. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there's another movie that uh, that is based on. It's based on a true story, right? The person who owns that story claims that they didn't ever, uh, you know, because it's a true story, you can't make a movie about it uh, or something like that. And so whoever, whatever studio got the rights to that movie, right? The Conjuring. Yeah, that's that's what it is. I think whatever studio got the rights to that Mm -hmm. now has to prove that ghosts do exist in order to make the claim that the Amityville Horror or the con, excuse me, that the conjuring was based on a true story. Right. Anyway, a- any other stories, Mikey Bolts? No, no. All no. right. Thank well, you very much. I mean, I don't know if ghosts exist or not. According to Maddox, uh, all we know, our, our consciousness creates reality around us. So if that guy believes in ghosts, maybe they Braca, do exist. You're you're such an absolutist. Just because? <laughs> yeah. Are just you because, do, do you absolutely disbelieve in ghosts, or are you open minded about this? I, I mean, there's no evidence of ghosts. That's the bottom line. Well, since when does since when since when is does the, the right, right, when me, does hold on? Why does the standard of evidence? Why does <laughs> that's so absolute? You're such an absolutist. Suddenly, no, no. Look, look. Uh, so you just are? because just because <laughs> just because that you you sometimes um, you know have varying degrees. <laughs> I love how you're talking down to me. Like, oh, <laughs> where'd you find this dumb guy? <laughs> oh, Nobody right. asks these questions. Everyone's no, just knows the truth because they read the same re- Reddit article I did. I don't fucking read Reddit's Good. garbage. Stay off that Good. fucking shit. Anyway, guys, <laughs> one last thing before we close out this episode. We just need to talk about the voting from last week. Aw, shit. So we talked about whether or not genetic modification in humans is ethical. And with 79% of the vote, people voted. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Good. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, this could... I. Look, I've always said it could go a bad way. <laughs> Listen, anything that can cause mass destruction... Should. <laughs> should. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. And then I asked another question yeah. last week because we were talking about genetic modification and being able to breed people mm-hmm. who look really good. Yeah. So I asked the following question. I said, do you think it's possible to be more attractive than Maddox? Yours truly. And with 74%, the audience voted yes. <coughs> Wrong answer. <coughs> maybe, maybe they meant like you can be cloned with like extra Maddox. That's impossible. I'm the most no. Maddox there is. Oh. Wow, such an absolutist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. All <laughs> right, Dreadmere. Mm. Thank you again for joining us. Anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Dreadmere. He yeah. just started doing a, a, he did this commentary video. Yeah. Drama Doctor. It's called. Drama Doctor. Drama solid, doctor. solid. I'm, I've always said the Viners, they get YouTube better than than the rest of us. Dreadmere's sketches are hilarious, and also on Instagram, too. So we'll link to all your social as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Rucka, before we go, one last thing. Uh, your Ruben Report episode oh, yeah. finally came out. I was going to link to it on, on last week's episode, but the, he decided to save it for Friday because mm-hmm. he wanted to save the best for last. He wanted to save the heavy mm-hmm. hitter, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. How, and anything you want to add? You, you How do you feel about your I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm at the time, of very high intensity. Some people commented like, Oh, is this guy on Adderall? 
I really like that. I like oh. that people thought I was on on Adderall. Yeah, people always think that uh, the source of creativity, intelligence, rational rationality, mm-hmm. uh, being well spoken comes from a substance. Mm-hmm. That's not the case, dipshits. It can be unlocked naturally. Yeah. So uh, hang out with me, guys, and let's go on a little journey. I actually locked, <laughs> liked your tweet where you said the yeah. exact same thing. Anyway, guys, thank you again to Dreadmere for joining us. Hell yeah. Thank you to Mikey Bolt, Swagmaster. Thank you, Maddox. Thank you to the Maharaja of Moderation, Rucka Rucka Ali. Hell yeah. But most of all, you're welcome. You know what's the worst, worst movie? The original Star Wars. Mm. Turned it on for 10 minutes. It's like, this is terrible. Turned it off. Yeah, while everyone's busy hating on the new Star Wars, mm-hmm. <laughs> weird Matthew McConaughey is hating on the Original. universally acclaimed, which I know doesn't mean anything to you, Rucka. I but. mean, it does kind of drag out for that first, like, half hour. Yeah. It's like, get to the point. That's funny. He just, like, started looking into it. He's like, oh, fine. It's like 20 years later. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's see, let's see what this is all about. Mm-hmm. I think Robots. it's... I, I think it's <laughs> yeah. somebody who, who watches Star Wars for the first time, the original three still hold up, right? They're still yeah, de- like they decent do. movies. You just yeah. have to yeah. know that you have some work to put in if you really want to get into Star Wars. Yeah. Because it, movies from that era, even if they are legendary, are just slow. Which really bolsters my argument that you can watch movies out of sequence because he, re- he released episodes six, seven, and eight and then this went guy, back. And- he doesn't even watch one movie in sequence. He just <laughs> watches parts of it. <laughs> All right. Here's, uh, here's another. This is a correction. Maddox, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Ebola was not airborne. You're so fucking stupid. Yeah, I was, gonna, um, <laughs> I was gonna play the dumbass music, but then I looked it up, and he's right. Yeah, I remember you brought up Ebola as some sort of argument about something. Yeah, it must have not know. been a very good argument. No, it was a really good argument. Oh. Yeah, no one remembers your Tetris shit, but we had a correction about that too. Tetris? Yeah. Oh. You see? <laughs> oh yeah. We should de- uh, debate if Ebola is bad. Or yeah, not. let the people decide. What do you think, man? Uh, I had a, <laughs> I had a, <laughs> a suggestion on the Madcast Media Facebook page by a fan. He said, "Hey, Maddox, you should have a roundtable discussion on <laughs> the merits of Hitler or something like that." <laughs> wow, <laughs> real shitty suggestions from our fans. <laughs> hey there! Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.